genre. Franchiseography, the podcast that digs deep into the entire filmographies of Hollywood's biggest film franchises. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. <laughs> Today we are concluding our miniseries on the Jurassic Park franchise with the final part of Colin Trevorrow's Jurassic World trilogy, 2022's Jurassic World Dominion. And uh, it's just Nick and I, as, as is tradition with uh, mm. um, more recently released um uh, entries in the uh, in the uh, franchise. Um, it would have been interesting, though, in, in in Jurassic World Dominion fashion, to have all of our guests from this entire miniseries <laughs> on at once. Yeah, well, not all of them. A couple of them we would just make reference to in like uh, documents that we would <laughs> yeah the, photos slide past. <laughs> yeah. Oh, them! They're in the CIA now. <laughs> they became spooks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Where's that spinoff? I don't know. Uh, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. So, um, you know, obviously uh, this is going to be structured a little differently because this movie just came out. So, you know, there's not a whole lot of research into development that I can do. Um, but I will say that uh, the thing that makes this one, you know, a little different from the past two Jurassic Worlds is that um, he that uh, Trevorrow did not co-write this with Derek Connolly. He co-wrote this with Emily Carmichael, um, mm -hmm. who previously uh, co-wrote um, Pacific Rim Uprising, which is a movie that I am not a fan of. Um, <laughs> very, very deeply not a fan of. Um and it, it 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 to me it felt like a you know the difference between Pacific Rim and Pacific Rim Uprising to me has always felt like somebody watching Pacific Rim and then being like well what do i think is cool about this and it's some aspect of it that just like is not shared with most people, <laughs> you know, like there is just like something that they're like very passionate about. Cause it, you watch uprising and you don't feel like there's not passion behind that movie. It's just passion that like of something that I'm like, this is not why I liked Pacific Rim. You know, I didn't like Pacific Rim just because of the giant robots and the giant monsters. I liked the characters. I liked the story. I liked the world building. Um, but the world building was like third on that list. And this was like, well, we like the fights the most and the world building second. And then the characters are whatever. Um, and that's kind of how that feels. And then coming here, I'm like, 
oh, you and Colin Trevorrow are like kind of in a, it, you, you are on par with each other. Like you, you have like similar, um, like, oh, I want to do, I want to switch gears, you know, like that's, that's seems to be what their, their mode is because that's the thing that I walked away from this with was like, oh, he, <clears throat> he has always had in all of the interviews since the first Jurassic world. He has always had this dream of making a movie about the PC to to InGen's Mac. Um, and in this case, it's Biosyn. And the idea of, of, of Dino DNA being open source. Um, and that anybody could, could do this now. And, like, what does that mean? And <clears throat> I, what he ends up making is a movie that I think a lot of people who love Jurassic Park, that's not what they're here for, right? They're not here, as you talk about, sometimes you just want to watch a bunch of dinosaurs fight each other or fight each other or eat people or whatever. And like, that's fun. But I think for, I think the, the, the reaction to this movie um, uh, is like based on the fact that like, you're either on board for Colin Trevorrow's like interests in this world or you're not and and the and it's in, it's an interesting difference because i hear a lot of people calling this movie stupid and i and i don't know that i agree that it's stupid i just think that it's not trying to be jurassic park anymore you know what i mean um absolutely yeah. i've been very <clears throat> disappointed and underwhelmed by the scope of film critics uh, imagination or even willingness to appreciate this trilogy of movies and Colin Trevorrow's vision for where it is. Mm -hmm. And I I agree with a hundred percent of what you said, where about Emily Carmichael and Colin Trevorrow, why they make such good collaborators on this, because it is like, you know, like that meme of like the guy noticing another girl in front of his girlfriend. Uh-huh. Where it's like, you know, dinosaurs, crazy sci-fi gene thriller, uh-huh. you know, and I, you know, you said like, you know, people want to eat, you know, people want to see dinosaurs eating people. And like this movie delivers on that. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. It's like when I, when I see the reaction, the reactions of this movie mm-hmm. and it is like, it's the death of creativity. Colin Trevorrow needs to be stopped. Uh, I felt my soul dying. It's like, I don't, those are such empty calories. Yes. That's there. There's it's not no real criticism. All, there's nothing. That's to not that. cri- yeah. It's all hyperbolic. You're just trying to get like 14 K hearts on Twitter. Yeah. And be like, you know, and, and like, that's what I'm dreading the most is like the, you know, as someone who like listens to podcasts and like reads reviews and goes on Twitter and stuff, it's just like, all these people that some people that I respect just utterly unwilling to meet this movie where it is when they will bend over backwards to enjoy the campiness of like a fast and furious mm-hmm. or a Pacific rim or, you know, like why don't people just enjoy? Yeah. 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 And there's no difference. There's no difference between how quote unquote stupid a fast and the furious movie is versus how quote unquote stupid this movie is. The difference is that that started out as a franchise for meatheads and this mm. didn't, and in their opinion, this didn't. And so it shouldn't become that. And I don't know, man, he made a James Bond movie with dinosaurs. 
That's what this is. It has a Bond villain. It has, you know, world, uh, you know, globe trotting. Yeah, globe trotting uh, 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 action sequences. And like, look, I get it. You don't want Jurassic Park to be an action movie. I totally understand that. That is valid criticism. Calling this thing stupid, the death of cinema, all of these, like you said, very hyperbolic things. It doesn't add anything, man. There's no criticism here. And I'm I'm so tired of critics not meeting a movie where it is and just trying to, like, outswarm each other. Um, yes. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. it made me want to die. No, it made me want to die. Yeah. And... And so, and it's like, when I'm, I'm struggling to understand, because like, you know, Jurassic Park, I have called it this perfect thing that exists. Yeah. And, you know, Gary and Tim said something. I was listening to New Republic Archives, our Star Wars podcast, which you, don't, we should all, you should all be listening to if you're not. Yeah. Um, and Tim said, I would rather have more Star Wars than less Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I would rather have, like... A bunch of imperfect stories where I appreciate parts and kind of wasn't into certain parts, but it all adds to this big thing that I get to hug and yeah. process. Yeah. Then like three movies that were made in the in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I would rather have all of these weird movies that we've been talking about and have one be this crazy born style <laughs> <laughs> like action movie. Yeah. Then, like, some, I think some people would really just prefer, like, this one perfect thing. And I guess I can kind of empathize with that because, like, I was 6'2". Sure. You know? But, like, chemically, you are never going to feel that way again. Right. Right. And, and I, I kind of had a moment that we'll get into when we talk, like, plot and stuff where I kind of had my little moment of, like, oh, I think I have to let go of what I would want this to be. Yeah. And just start appreciating what's like, what these people made. And like, there is so much like imagination and skill and care Mm -hmm. in this movie that it's just like, I, it made me like, it made me, it bummed me out to think that it's going over so many people's heads, like willingly. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's literally, they're like closing their eyes and ducking. Like that's how much (laughs) it's going over their heads. Like it's, it's, yeah, you're right. It's uh, absolutely willingly. Um, yeah. yeah, so so <clears throat> so my thing is okay, so so if you go back to to 2015 when this movie was first mm-hmm. released, <clears throat> that first Jurassic World had like a I think if I remember correctly like a 76 or something on Rotten okay. Tomatoes. Like a, a a fairly like, you know, middling but solid, you know, yeah. Rotten Tomato score. Um and I believe that the comments that he made during the press of that movie where somebody asked him, I think, on Twitter. I think he has since left Twitter. I don't think he's on Twitter mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but somebody asked him on Twitter, like, do you think a woman could have made Jurassic World? And he said something along the lines of, like, absolutely. It's just that, it, you know, it's just that, like, I don't know that there's that many women who want to make this kind of movie. Um, mm-hmm. And he said that and he meant it. In further, in like later, in later things, right? Oh, like Late, where he would like expand on that. He was like, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to make a general, like a, a grand generalization. My thing was just like, I came up with people like Ava DuVernay and, and all of these other like female directors. And they all wanted to make these very small, personal, realistic stories. He's like, I wrote a movie. I knew that Ava DuVernay would be great for this sort of thing. And I wrote a movie for her. That's a movie that is now being directed by another woman. 
Um, I forget what the name of it is, but it's not out yet. Um, but he and Derek Connolly wrote this like sci-fi movie about like a, a, a alien first contact thing, but the the alien is a woman. I don't know. So they wrote this thing. I I don't know because I don't know what it's about. You know, yeah, it's yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. Things. Um, when he wrote it for it's, it's a- those two, so my imagination can't help but like fire. Oh yeah, for sure. Few seconds. Uh, but Ava DuVernay was going to direct that, and and it's mm-hmm. because like he's friends with her, and he was like, but she has, and he was convinced that he she could find something in these blockbuster things, but she had very little interest, and then mm. made a wrinkle in time, and then you know that snowball, 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 and now we're like in like Ava DuVernay is like constantly being attached to blockbusters, but mm-hmm. like. His his feeling was like we went out to lots of women to work on Jurassic World and we were turned down by all of them because they just didn't want to get churned up in the machine. Because mm-hmm. the thing that you have to remember is that in 2015, which wasn't that doesn't seem like that long ago, but like and yet and yet in 2015, if a woman made a blockbuster that wasn't a hit, then that was it for women making blockbusters for a while because. The Hollywood was just like, oh, well, the problem was that she was a woman, you know? Right. I mean, uh, to kind of for context, you know, we were two years away from Wonder Woman. Right. And directed by Patty Jenkins, who in a, in a news story, I think we both read, said almost exactly that when she turned down directing Thor The Dark World. Yeah. She was like, I can see from the clouds forming this is going to be a shit show. But if I direct it, it's going to be my shit show. Right. And if someone else directs it, let's just make up a name. Alan Taylor. <laughs> <He'll>, <laughs> he might... <laughs> <laughs> he, he might get to make a Terminator movie after that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, men are allowed to fail upwards and uh, women are not um, is basically the, the sort of like Hollywood system as it, as it, that's why I, certainly as it stood I, then and probably still as it stands now. I was gonna say that's why I'm glad that Elizabeth Banks gets to make another movie after that Charlie's Angels movie because it means yeah hell she yeah gets, she gets another shot absolutely. Yeah. Um, Cocaine bear. Or Cocaine whatever. bear. Can't wait. Uh, <laughs> I keep seeing test screenings pop up for that movie. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I th- like literally like six test screenings have happened for that movie. Oh um, boy. Yeah. Uh, I, that's right. I, I well, I think they don't know how to market it. I think that's the problem. Uh, oh sure. Usually, when you see that many test screenings, they're like, "How the hell are we?" They're like trying to figure out right. the marketing. There's not usually. Is there a line wrong you really liked? Or a... <laughs> yeah, there's not usually something wrong with the movie. It's usually like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to. How do we tell people to go see this? Mm-hmm. Um, what should we do with this thing? But yeah, so he makes those comments, right? And then he, and then yeah. like later, he like explains them. But the, it, it's done. Like he's cooked, right? right. And even before then, he he was kind of the face of, like we said, a certain kind of white male filmmaker, right? Who like made one indie. Spielberg saw Safety Not Guaranteed, and he was like, "That's my guy. You're gonna direct this big movie." Right. And it it really rumbled the like a certain like not even a, a big swath like film critic film Twitter the wrong way because it was like, why does this guy get to make this big Jurassic World right. movie? He doesn't have any experience. And, it, and from and the it, get, yeah, please, yeah, and it doesn't help the fact that that safety not guaranteed was also a sort of like C plus like middling, you know, reviews right. for most people. Most people were like, eh, like yeah, it was like a cool piece of the Southern wild. Yeah. It has, it's a cool idea, but like, it's not shot very well. And you know, it, mm-hmm. I, I don't, a lot of people thought the payoff was dumb. Like that. He was right. Spoilers for safety not guaranteed. He's actually a time traveler. Like, like people, people right. thought that that was a stupid ending for this movie. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, to me, I think it's the most unexpected version of the ending. 
uh, is to be right. like earnest. And that's why I, I liked him. And I'm, I'm sure that that's what Steven Spielberg saw in him, too, which is like, mm. oh, man, that's great. It's like an earnest ending, you know, like, yeah, he <laughs> yeah. wasn't he wasn't gaslighting everybody the whole movie. He wasn't crazy. Um, but like, I think that a lot of cynical critics don't like excessive earnestness in things um, mm-hmm. and uh, and it rubs them the wrong way. And so, like, that movie was already like people were like eh it's fine and then they're like wait that guy's going to direct the next Jurassic Park fuck that mm. fuck this guy right. <laughs> and then and then he says those comments they're like see i told you i fucking told you fuck this guy and then it was over it was just and then book of henry and it was just <laughs> right and then yeah. he just is yeah <laughs> the ball was he but it was a combination of he said those things got star wars and then they were like You've got to be fucking kidding me. Right. Then Book of Henry comes out. He gets fired from Star Wars. Mm. They're like, oh, thank God. And the God. Freud from that. Yeah. And yeah. then Fallen Kingdom hits. Everyone's like, this sucks. And now it's just, I mean, mm. it was just, there, was no, there was no winning. Like, he was done. Like, he was just cooked in the eyes of most critics, I think, at that point. You know, like, I almost, he, I almost in my head, wanted to call him, like, he's like the anti-Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. Where like he has no fed, no one is like here. You drop the Colin Trevorrow fan cam, you know, <laughs> right, right? Like, and if you know, you mentioned one of your favorite moments in Jurassic World is when Blue rides atop the T Rex, <laughs> and they like as they're both fighting. Yeah, and you know, no one ever mentions that, but I feel like if that was in like a Thor Ragnarok movie, it would be like a shirt. Yes, yes, absolutely. But they don't want to like it. You know, like it's stupid yeah. when he does it, when Taika Waititi does it, it's self-aware. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. I, 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 and so like with, with Dominion, there's just I really admired the weirdness of it and how it wasn't another Jurassic Park movie. It was expanding on the idea of what the Jurassic franchise can do. Mm-hmm. Like. Hey, Colin Trevorrow saying, no, 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 the Jurassic Park franchise isn't a park. It's not a setting. It's a universe like like the Marvel universe or the Star Wars universe. And so now we're going to see what like a marketplace is like. Yeah, we're going to see what like the the Rocky Mountains look like. And we're going to see how all aspects of human life have been altered and changed by in the 90s. They successfully cloned dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I. You know, it's also interesting, too, because, like, all of that is true, and and I find that really interesting. I think that the world building is interesting. I think that it becomes something that is, like, how did we stray so far from Jurassic Park? But it's just like, well, what the hell else are you going to do? What are the endless sequels to Jurassic Park? It's like you said at the beginning. What you just want is for these to not exist, but they do, so fucking deal with it. Like... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they and you know what? Do. That's kind of the point of you. You just said the theme of this movie. Yeah, yeah. We weren't supposed to make these, but they're here now, <laughs> and we we can't just wipe them off the face of the earth. We have to like t- accept them. Yeah, and live and live with them. Yeah, exactly. Oh fuck. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, so so he's and he says please. so he says those comments in 2015, right? Right, 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 and. What the someone who responded to him was Emily Carmichael, who was like, I do. I want to make big blockbuster movies. And so she was like he 
called his agent and was like, this person, Emily Carmichael, what has she written? Can I read something from her? So he, the, his, her agent sent, like his agent contacts her agent, gets him a script that she wrote. He loved it. And then at the same time that he was like showing people this script and was like, I think we should bring her on to like co-write Dominion with me, you know, or J- Jurassic World 3. Um mm-hmm. So that, like, because, like, obviously, like, I fucked up and I said this stupid thing. I, it's not what I meant. You know, what I said wasn't what I meant. Um, right, I right. want a female co-writer on this. And Derek Connolly was like, yeah, cool. Like, they'd already thought up the story, which is why he gets a story credit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, he wanted to bring in Emily Carmichael. And then separate to that, Emily Carmichael gets Uprising. Um, and okay. and so it, they're like, oh, yeah, like, she just wrote. Like a giant monster versus a giant robot movie. Sure, bring her in and do the dinosaur movie. Like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's just without that comment, Emily Carmichael isn't working on this movie, you know? And it's like, no one's even like flagging that as like, oh, hey, look, he tried to do something, you know? Like, no, I'd literally, you were the, that is the first time I had ever heard that anecdote before. Yeah. Um, and I don't follow, I don't think I follow Emily Carmichael on Twitter. Um, so I don't know if she's been like, Hey, here's this movie I wrote, and people are like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, um, so there, there are some, there is some ancillary material that I kind of wanted to touch base with you about before we get into Dominion. Yeah. Um, two kind of um, prequel prologues things. or yeah, prequely things. Uh, the first one was Incident at Round Rock. Yeah. Incident. Incident. incident at Battle Rock? at Big Rock. Battle at Big Rock. Incident at Round Rock is my favorite Mountain Goats album. <laughs> Um, was that a, was that like, did that air before anything or was that just like a TV or like a YouTube drop? Um, I want to say it played, let me see if it, if it says, uh, the short premiered on FX and then subsequently was released online. Um, weird FX. What the hell does FX have to do with universal? Just swinging the bat. Maybe it was like the cable premiere of fallen kingdom. Oh yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Um, well, it was eight minutes long, came out September of 2019, um, shot by Larry Fong. Yeah. Which is why it looks so fucking good. Um, Mm. uh, another, another guy, another guy associated with a director that's like, fuck this guy. (laughs) And you're like, I don't know. I think they're okay. They're fine. Like everybody chill. (laughs) Man, I really wish he had, they had kept Larry Fong for the whole movie. Oh yeah. I know. I know. Um, I thought this was a big step up because I noticed this was the same DP that Jurassic World have. Yes. And I didn't bring this up, but that's actually kind of my least favorite part of Jurassic World. Yes. I think it kind of looks flat. And this, I thought, had much like stronger compositions and cooler imagery and stuff. I, I, I think it did. But he does. I, I he does have a tendency to like flatten his images. Um just mm-hmm. like the way he lights things is a little flat. Like for sure. You know, we're we're a far we're far removed from the cinematographer of, of Jurassic Park three like coming up with like crazy lighting scenarios to right. like add depth to the frame. Um mm-hmm. his his stuff is a little it's a little muddy looking, I think. Mm-hmm. And Battle at Big Rock, there's so much like gorgeous shadow and like light piercing through holes in the door absolutely gorgeous i wish larry fong had shot um dominion i think it would have been a huge step up i think Mm -hmm. because i think that's the problem is like you know um larry fong shot chippendales (laughs) chippendale whoa (laughs) yeah rescue rangers wow um also looks great yeah 
Uh, oh, wow, he shot Super 8. I don't think I do that. Huh. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, I think this this is a gorgeous short. And it's sort of setting up everything that Conjavaro wanted to set up with dinosaurs being in the Like, you know, I'll see comments from people who are like, I can't believe he screwed the pooch with this movie. Dinosaurs out in the real world. This should be like Mad Max. This should be like post-apocalyptic, like crazy. And then instead he just like makes them like any other animal. And I'm like, yeah, that's what, that's how it would be. Like they wouldn't just be like hanging out in Vegas. Like, you you know, why do you think hippos don't just run into a village and start like, they're animals yes yes absolutely they're going to stay to like woods and jungles and the water and things like that and so having this like sort of camping scenario um in this battle at big rock movie uh short i think is such a smart setup um for his sort of thought process on how this would work and i think it's an intelligent thought out you know, uh, well, he's, he's working his case. He's like, look, from the beginning, he's like, these are animals. I'm going to treat these movies like animals. Yeah. The characters in these movies are going to treat them like animals. And this, this like short is very like, they're pulling from the imagery of like, what if a bear wandered into your campsite, but instead of a bear, it's a dinosaur. Right. Right. It. And like, I, I, I again, I feel like that is, you can't say that this is, his run with these movies is pure hackery. Right. When he has had a, such a consistent, like conceptual through line from all of, through all of his movies. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I really like this short. I love the imagery of the, the, does, is this the one that ends with the, um, the drive-in or is that the other one? I think this is, I think this has the drive-in, because oh no, is the drive-in part of the prologue? Yeah, that's, that's the other thing I was, was going to bring up. Yeah, I, I can't. I think it is part of the prologue because okay. I think I remember that seeing that sooner. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, in any event, uh, I think Big Rock ends with like a little montage of like here's other shit that's happening. Like, oh, and maybe like there was like a shot of that or something in there. Um, mm-hmm. In any event, I love this. I think that it's a lot of fun. I think it's really tense. I think it's really well directed and really well shot um i you know it 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 was i i just i have a lot of fun with this battle at big rock thing um Mm. and then that prologue was uh i think pretty stunning to see we saw that in front of uh fast and furious front of uh, f9 that was the first thing you had seen on the big screen yeah in over a year yep yep oh my god and we watched it on the exact same imax screen that's true. Yeah, we went to we went to Burbank and and went to that the Limax in Burbank, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I would rather I would rather I'll I'll take those seats uh, over the City Walk IMAX seats any day of the week. Oh yeah yeah yeah, the seats are definitely better. Um, the seats are definitely better, even if the IMAX is like half the size. Um, <laughs> but when you're watching the Batman, <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're all is aching. Yeah yeah. Um, so did you, I, I had completely forgotten about this prologue until I was like reminded of it. Mm -hmm. Um, do you, having now seen Dominion, do you wish this had played in front of Dominion? I don't know that it would have added anything, um, Mm -hmm. to it, 
I mean, I, I, I like it a lot, but I also, I don't know. Well, you know, I would say yes, because I do think it would bring the whole thing full circle. But I also think, I, I think critics would have ro- rolled their eyes even harder. But at that, at this point, I'm just sort of like, I don't know. Fuck you guys. Roll your eyes. Wait, they, they were obviously going to from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like this tweet has been saved in your drafts for like three years. Yeah. So like opening on that as like a cold open mm-hmm. um, instead of what we uh, instead of like this sort of exposition, uh, like media opening, YouTube video. Yeah. YouTube yeah. video that we get, um, I think probably would have been a better choice. Like if you open with that and then transition into that YouTube video, um, mm-hmm. I think that could have been fun. I think it would have been better than the. um shrimp boat or crab boat or whatever that was the cold open it, yeah. was, it was the shrimp boat getting pulled under yeah boom, jurassic world dominion yeah, yeah yeah which i was like okay i mean yeah i remember that guy <laughs> we all remember <laughs> oh. him <laughs> oh maza also also he was the cold open of two in a row uh, whoa yeah yeah i don't know anyway yeah no I, I think yeah i think opening with the the here here here's what the dinosaurs were like in their prime when they had dominion over over plunder yeah smash cut to 2022 as they're struggling to live coexist with us yeah i think that would have been really good um but and uh, yeah a lot of people wanted that media media youtube video to be the entire movie really or i I guess when i when like when i hear people say like it could have just been like dinosaurs rampaging through a city oh reacting to dinosaurs like what if it happened in a mall what if it happened at the beach right right yeah yeah um, yeah, I don't know. So I will, I will say, uh, I, I, I think that it, it's, it's a good, I think it was a fun opening. Like I liked watching it, but I did, it definitely felt like I was about to go on a theme park ride. Like it felt like <laughs> the video yes. that you watch like mm-hmm. in line, you know? Um, so I, I like that. Catching that would be, up. that would be a fun thing to do to like make a new Jurassic Park, Jurassic World ride that isn't at the theme park that's like yeah kind of playing with the you know the fast and furious technology where you can have projected stuff on on oh, screens yeah. on the side you can be like you're at a you're in a city oh no like pterodons are flying at yeah, you. yeah yeah you could totally do something like that yeah absolutely oh blues hanging from a helicopter <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing too uh one of the things that people like love to call these movies out as uh, are stupid where it's just like you can't train a raptor and i'm like i'm sorry you can't train a raptor? What do you know about raptors that I don't know? <laughs> raptors have been extinct for 65 million years, and I'm sorry, but people train lions and tigers. Like, the fuck is the difference? There's no difference. And dolphins. Yeah, and it's not like, to me, it's not like this movie ever forgets that raptors are predators. Like, there's never right. a point. Like, there's literally a point in this movie, the third movie in, where he's like, like don't breathe don't breathe heavy it'll he'll she'll think you're scared like yeah yeah you know? like blue blue is net blue is an animal yes i'm actually kind of surprised not to skip ahead that the relationship between blue and owen never reaches like you know this lion remembered his owner after 20 years right, you know right which by the way is real yeah. but like this is like no blue is an animal blue wouldn't like you can tell that it has some like learned trust in Owen, but it it always like okay, bye. I'm gonna go do animal stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, it never forgets that. 
Um, I, I, I don't. It's not like cocking a gun. It's no, like no. Responding it, to commands. It's not, and it's not like getting pet. The only time that it gets that that any of those. Uh, any of the raptors get pet is when they're literally chained into a thing that locks their head into a, a mask. Right. And they're like shaking, mm-hmm. like with rage, like stop <laughs> touching me. Yeah. And it's yeah. like D'Onofrio, like, you know, I had a dog once and Omar Sy is like, Oh dude, like th- this isn't a dog. <laughs> this isn't a dog. Um, yeah. I've, I've, I've concluded, I have concluded that raptors mm-hmm. are cats and the yeah. T-Rex is a dog. Um, okay, good. Because the T Rex yeah. is a scavenger, which is what a dog is, and, mm-hmm. and cats are predators, um, like yes. the raptors. Uh, but yeah, the that's ra- yeah, the T Rex is like a big old Rottweiler. Yes, totally. Um, just like sees something, like pokes at it, pulls mm. at it. Another bigger dog shows up. Hey, that's mine now, and it's like, all right, <laughs> oh, oh man, <laughs> all right, I'll find something else. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I. Uh... Yeah, that was great. I mean, uh, when he, like when when he has that encounter with the Gigantosaurus, and it just ends in like, oh okay, oh cool. Not every encounter has to be like to the death. Yeah, <laughs> yes, because animals don't want to die. No, no, they want to keep on. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of? So we we leave the YouTube video and we get to, so right away we this movie does squander an opportunity that you mentioned. We do not recreate the Claire shot. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm pretty pissed off about that. I'll be honest. Um, For sure. I'm not crazy about Claire's arc in this movie in particular. I I think she's kind of running in place. Yes. And and it ends in a very like. Oh, she wanted to be a mom this whole time. Yeah. Which I, I get that like. You know, if you go from the beginning where she doesn't even know, like, how old her nephews right. are to, like, now. Oh, and Judy Greer has that line where she's like, when you have kids. Yeah. And Bryce Oliver's like, if. And she's like, when. And I'm yeah, like, oh. yeah. So there's, there is there is that. I mean, you know, yeah. there there is that. But, like, it's tenuous. Um, and mm-hmm. it's not the most interesting thing. However. I kind of like, please. What I will say is I don't I don't like how the opening to this movie is completely disconnected from her wanting to be a, a real mom. Sort of. Oh, story. yeah. Yeah. Because like, yeah, the it, cold open is all about as 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 uh, uh, Zia calls out uh, Semper Fi, by the way. Yeah. Uh, like she's just trying to absolve herself. Right. Right. She's still motivated by her guilt. And yeah, that is so not connected to where the movie's focus is about to be on, which is like her relationship with Maisie. Right. Like, which is like her a, guilt, like a foster mom thing. Yeah. Of like, like you're her... not my real mom. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, you don't really have a real mom. <laughs> like you're a clone. Right. <laughs> you are your own. You are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like she, I don't even think her Jurassic guilt comes into play at all after that, that first scene. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. And, not for nothing, um, but, like, I just don't think it should. Like, I don't know what okay. guilt she should have. Like, because... At this point. Yeah, at this point. Well, even even in Jurassic World, it's like, yeah, she was pushing the Indominus Rex thing. But, like, she did not pull the trigger on that. She was just selling it to Verizon Wireless. Like, she was the marketing director. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, she wasn't... 
the person who was like, you know what we should do? We should take a raptor and a T-Rex and combine them into a dinosaur and we can sell that. Like, she didn't say that. That was, uh, you know, the Rise other two wireless. guys. Yeah. Well, that was, no, that was, it was, it was, um, the, uh, oh, the owner. Uh, yes. Irfan Khan. Yeah. Irfan Khan and, and Henry Wu. They're the ones who mm. made the Indominus Rex. Um, and actually right. I love, I love Henry Wu's arc in this. Um, oh, okay, cool. Can't wait to in, talk about in general, it. I love the locust thing. Um, I love oh, it. And, it, and it's pe- so yeah. And people are pissed about the locust thing because it's literally because it's not a dinosaur. Yes, yeah. But I love it, and I'm like, this, it, this rules. This is like capitalism. Like this is good shit, and it's teaching our kids shit. Like kids mm-hmm. who are watching this are like fuck corporations now. Absolutely. This. Yeah. And it like I think and the, and the the locust in particular is very much the he's he's much more focused on the on the idea that we have open source genetic coding. Yes. Where corporations have the ability to genetic the engineer bioweapons that can wage corporate warfare on independent farmers. Yes. That is the I could I could never think of that if you ask me to think of a Jurassic Park sequel idea. But is that not imagination? I, yeah, but the, but people will be like, yeah, but it's boring, and it's like, but what the fuck do you want? Like at this point, you guys just don't want the movie to exist, and yeah. like, but it does. Let it happen. I don't know, <laughs> or don't go see it, or just don't go or, see it. Yeah, and especially if you're a professional film, it's one thing to be just like a guy on Twitter sharing your opinion, like yeah. whatever, like do what you want. But if you're getting paid to, if you're lucky enough to be getting paid in 2022 <laughs> to like share your opinion on film, like. Dude, yeah, you gotta meet a movie where it's at, guys. Like, I yeah. doing anything less than that isn't film criticism. It's yeah, like it's just being uh, a guy on the internet screaming about your your opinions, your uneducated opinions on movies. Like that's and and why is anyone paying you for that? I don't know. Right. Anyway, takes. <laughs> uh, I so a uh, heart dropping, heart dropping moment when the van door opens and Justice Smith pops out. Yeah, I wasn't I was expecting like, oh. that. I was I I had no idea he was in this. Um, I was like, oh, no. And but I will say, I, I think he is. I think Justice Smith has improved as an actor. Yeah. And maybe this is just the maybe this is just the, the difference between direction or script. Yeah. But his character, Franklin, just seemed more uh, like just more human in this one. And less like. I agree. However, I still I, 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 I get like having him in the back of the truck or whatever like that. Obviously, who else would that be? But when mm. they get a, when they find somebody in the CIA, I just I wish they had been able to bring back Jake Johnson and Lauren Lapkus. I know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I know they're both referenced it, like as she's like flipping through the, the stuff. You see both of them mm-hmm. and he's got like a ridiculous like facial hair, I think, if yeah. I remember correctly. Um, but like you see both of them and I was just like, God, why couldn't this have been one of them? Like that would have been such a, a great pull because those were everyone, everyone, even people who don't like Jurassic World. Everyone mm-hmm. unanimously agrees that those two were the best characters in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And both of them have only gotten like more well known in the public eye since then. Yeah. Like they've been in more movies and more projects. Yeah. Because like we've already gotten, you know, like we, we got Zia and Franklin. We had their kind of like goodbye. Yeah. So I don't like that Franklin has one more scene than Zia. Yeah. Like even if they did set up like, oh, I have a job. Like, no, if they are in the CIA, that would have been so cool if it had been like both of them or one of them. Yeah. Because then totally. it's like, 
more full circle. Yes, absolutely. I also think that Judy Greer and her sons should have been in this movie. Um, even yeah. if, even if like not for an extended, I don't want them in the whole movie. Like that's ridiculous. But like, although testifying, although it would have been, it would have been great that Judy Greer actually got to like be with dinosaurs. Um, yeah, but, but that's your sister. You yeah. Know? Right. And that's my point. That's her sister. She's like living out in the woods. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Have, have them like visit, you know, if like, if Maisie's like, can I please for God's sake, have some friends. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, I have my two nephews. They, yeah. they, they've been through some shit. They know what's up. Let's have them come over for like Christmas. Yeah, that would have been good. Get some get some uh, crushes going on between her and the youngest one. Yeah. I don't know. That would have been good. That would have been interesting. <laughs> I think, yeah, if, if they wanted this to be like the, the grand finale, it would have been cool if they had, you know, because like, yeah, seeing Dotson again and whatnot, but like. Even more would have been that would have also been a really good way for the hunters uh, to track them. That's like how they get because like my issue with the movie is like it just happens out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like nothing triggers it. Right. They're just like, oh, I found them. I found the oh, it's that guy that. Yeah. I've I've seen that guy around town. I'm like, what? Yeah. okay. But if 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 like Judy Greer was like, please, I just want to come and see if my sister's okay. Like, I just want to come and see you. And then she comes and then that's what they're like. We got her. We got him. Yeah. You know, her phone. Yeah. They they track Judy Greer, get gets to them and then, you know, kidnaps everybody. And then like that adds like a cool scene for Judy Greer because then she feels guilty. And there you go. There's a reason to bring her along on the trip. It's like she's like, no, yeah. I, I feel guilty. And then you have two sisters with guilt, like dealing with like, like different kinds of guilt. I don't know. There's good stuff like there. Being They're, like, yeah. Oh, since you were since you were a kid, you were always like this. And blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, not not that but, this movie needs any any more characters, but, you know, that's true. It's <laughs> kind of like Last Crusade with sisters. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been fun. Um, yeah, that would have been that would have been good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so we I so the woods, I mean, you have like the 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 hunters were so broad and actually got like a laugh from our audience yeah like, my, my, yeah that's right yeah 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 that was that was really funny because <laughs> he was just like yeah he has like a he has like a tattoo on his face yeah a, gir- a jurassic tattoo i think like a dinosaur oh, that's tattoo right. yeah yeah oh uh, a scene that i really liked is you know we see Maisie is breaking the rules and is like traveling into town and stuff and a brachiosaur has wandered into a lumber yard yeah and People are just kind of like reacting, I think, very realistically. They're just like kind of like, oh, shit. Oh, boy. OK, keep your distance. But that's a dinosaur. And Maisie like knows what to do. So she gets like a, a flare and she has a guy hold up the flare while another guy is like driving a tractor with the guy on it. And the brachiosaur like sees it and kind of wanders away. And it was this really beautiful little moment of like this is Chavara's vision of like, yeah, this is what it would look like. Yeah. It's, Ideally, it's like we see these animals and we kind of help them try to get back into their area, which I really like in theory. But I think it could have been shot better because I think it Mm -hmm. lacked. I I think it was meant to be like a companion scene to like that first brontosaurus scene in in Jurassic Park where it's like, holy shit, this is amazing. Like seeing a dinosaur. Now it's like, holy shit, this is amazing. There's a dinosaur on my like work area you know <laughs> yeah. like but it's just there suddenly yeah There's it's just no, kind of like, it's just kind of there and then i think that the the cg having giving giving the dinosaur this sort of like weird self-awareness where like he looks back at Maisie and it he was smiles. like thank you <laughs> like he just mm. looks like thank you yeah. like <laughs> clone oh 
Um, that's a little. That's a little silly. Uh, I I like it more when they're like, you know, animals. They're just animals, and they don't they don't see us as like friends. They're just like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that thing's yeah. not eating me. Yeah. Because uh, the Indoraptor, that's kind of the exception because it's not a natural animal. It's right. like a monster. Right, right, exactly. And a little stinker. Yeah, a little stinker indeed. <laughs> What's worse than one uh, Indoraptor? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 what did you think of – so we have Owen again living in a cabin in the, in the, in the snow yeah. like Owens do. Is this, the, now, is this the one he was building earlier and now it's built? Oh, I like that. I don't. I don't even know if that checks out, but I like that. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, it was. He was in the Rockies, right? I don't know. I don't remember where he was. <laughs> um. You know, I. I. I don't disagree with people who say that like Owen and Claire have ever been like have like a ton of chemistry. But yeah, what, what did you think of them being a family unit? I. I don't. I. I definitely don't think they have a lot of chemistry, and I think the issue mm-hmm. is that. Claire is a very warm character and mm. Owen is a very cold character and there's never a point where the two like together they just kind of make lukewarm I don't know like it's just like blah, <laughs> you know yeah 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 like <clears throat> I can't think of a scene where I'm trying I even think of like well what makes me like a fictional couple or adheres me to them and I guess it's like I can't think of any individual moments between the two of them yeah it it's all just feels like kind of lip service. Yeah, it all it all feels like lip service. Absolutely, like oh look, they're like you know cuddled, huddled around a fire and yeah, like it's just like that's yeah. what couples do, right? Like it, it, that's what it feels like a lot. <laughs> it's like every scene with them was like that's what people in love do, right? They do this, right? <laughs> the old uh, they start making out and the child is like, Ugh, well, yeah. I don't want any of that. Also, also I have to say. Why is he so tan and she is so pale? How does that make any sense? They are both living in the mountains. They would have similar skin tones, I think. Is, is he like going to like Phoenix every weekend? I don't know. I mean, I know he's he like works in the field or whatever. And, and... oh yeah, what, what, what did you think of Cowboy Owen? I like that. I think it suited him. I think he was always was a cowboy at heart, you know. And I think that yeah. that's a way more interesting vibe for him than like military, like ex Marine guy. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Or ex Navy. I liked how I think. I think you just say Navy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's like, I liked how he wasn't, they didn't just isolate him again. You can tell that he had learned of like, I'm going to still do my own thing, but I know I can, that can mean helping. Oh, cause there's a lot of references to this movie of like, I couldn't just do any, do nothing. Yeah. You know, we have to we have to help we all have to help right know? right yeah and yeah and the imagery was like really really cool yeah yeah and and you know uh she rides her bike into town um and and they're really they're big mad about that cuz they're like we don't want anyone to see you i guess cuz i've heard people complain cuz they're like what was their plan like what is she just going to like <laughs> Stay yeah. with, like, never leave, like, never do anything ever. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. I think that they were waiting for her to, like, stop looking like herself, like, age a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. To, yeah. You know, to the point where, like, she wouldn't be easily recognized in public anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. Uh, oh, but then people, because, like, at that point where they're just banking on people not recognizing Penelope, I think that was the mom's name. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Because, like, 
I would have liked because I, I never understood because everyone knew who Maisie Lockwood was. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, you know, Sattler and, and Alan, like they were both like, well, Maisie Lockwood. I hate and, that. <laughs> you, yeah. I hate, the, I I hate kept... the Lockwood retcon. It's the worst part <laughs> of this trilogy to me. Oh, and Laura Dern's like, yeah, me and your mom are pretty tight. Like, oh, fuck out. you. I, I hated that. <laughs> I really like, look, I, I'm not above criticizing this movie. And I fucking, no, I, I hated that shit. Um, it was, that was, that got a big eye roll for me. I was like, ah, fuck you, Trevorrow and your Lockwood family <laughs> retcon. He was there. The, he was there the whole time. <laughs> I hate it. It's the Sentecas of the Jurassic Park <laughs> franchise. <sighs> um, oh, and then we meet uh, Beta. Was that her name? The baby, baby blue? Yeah, Beta. Um, I was surprised at how little blue there was in this. Yeah. It was almost like you normally that kind of shrinking of a role is because like the actor blue had gotten so popular that she didn't have time for like a full role. So she kind of just like bookends. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But then like what, what role she can't, she can't go on the journey. She can't go to Malta. She can't like ride on a plane. That's exactly my, that's, that is, but that's exactly my point. Everyone is like, Oh God, the blue stuff is the stupidest shit ever. Like he trained, he's like, I got a raptor as a best friend. And it's like, no, in at no point. Like, how often does he even see Blue? Like, Blue is like hanging right. out in this area because, like, I think that she feels safe around him because she reminds him of, like, I don't know, being safe in captivity or whatever. Or, and, and right. like, also they bonded when they were, when she was a baby. So, like, and that's like a general thing. Like, you know, if your cat gets loose, Generally, like they hang out in the area and then like eventually like find their way home is like what typically happens, assuming they don't like, mm. you know, get killed while they're out there. But right. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't know that I buy that. And at no point does it cross that line of like, all right, Blue, you and yeah. me, we're going on this mission together. And Blue was like, Mah! like that never happens. <laughs> you know? No, they don't have like a secret handshake. No. Or like- <laughs> They don't put like a, a, a sun hat or a muumuu over her to like sneak her into the airport. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Scooby Doo. Yeah, <laughs> I would love all of that, but yeah. no, it's yeah. It, I uh, so that was interesting. Um, yeah, uh, uh, when she gets captured, and then we kind of get into my favorite stretch of the entire movie, and I think some of the best directed stuff in Colin Trevorrow's career. Mm. The Malta sequence. Yeah. Well, so should we talk about we're, we don't go to Malta before we meet our Jurassic Park crew? Again. Absolutely. Right. OK, so I so I enjoyed it was cool seeing Ellie just like slipping into the world like, on the case. Here's the think? thing that I fucking love so much. Okay. And this is like this is like, oh, Colin Trevorrow knows what he's doing. Like, I, I'm sorry, everybody. I know you fucking hate this guy. But like we got Jurassic Park. Was an Alan Grant movie. Mm. The Lost World then was the Ian the Ian Malcolm like solo Malcolm. movie. We got the Alan Grant solo movie. Now we get the Ellie Sattler movie. This is her movie. She is the lead of the Jurassic Park group because mm. she's the one that brings them together. She's the one who's looking into the locust, and that's the thing. Everyone who hates the locust, guys, she was a she's a biologist. That's yeah, that's her, oh, she, her thing. 
Her first line in the movie when she gets out of the Jeep and she's wearing like like the fucking it's it, it, the equivalent of Han still wearing the vest. Yeah. You know, just like with the shirt, you yeah. know, tied in a knot. Hell you yeah. know, it was perfect. And she's like, because the farmer is like, oh, thanks for coming out. Like, you're a big deal. Like, you're Ellie Sattler. And she's like, yeah, you know, the boys are so everyone gets so obsessed with the dinosaurs that people forget about stuff like this. And this is my job. Yes. Hell yeah. You're like. Like, yeah, what what more do you people want? Like, they, he fucking did it. Like, he made, like, did everybody forget that Ellie Sadler, like, wasn't into dinosaurs? Like, the one time, like, she loves dinosaurs, and she's like, this is the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. But, like, that's not her focus, and the only time yeah, she, she was staring at a leaf. When she, and when she gets hyper-focused on the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, it's because one is sick, and she's trying to figure out what they were eating, which yeah, is her job. Absolutely. Like, Come on. Yeah. Oh, my God. And and we just got done watching Jurassic Park. And there's so many scenes where she's like, have you thought about what kind of fungi or, uh, did you bring back? Like, what are they going to eat? You oh, know? I love it. I love that Trevorrow was like, if we're, I want to give El- Ellie Sadler deserves a movie where she gets to be the lead of, of her, of like, you know, mm-hmm. obviously this is. There's a lot of yeah. stuff going on in this movie, but 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 it's not her getting chased by dinosaurs. It's her doing her thing. Right, right. She is doing her thing for the betterment of mankind. Like that is like her whole modus operandi in this movie is like we have to save the crops. Um, we have to yeah. save the crops. We have to save all crops because this is bullshit. Fuck biosyn. Um, right. They don't get to just own agriculture. Right. Right. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking rules, and 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 so she so she quickly deduces like, oh, this is a biosyn engineered attack, right? These are not, you know, because one of the little kids that gets attacked was able to bucket uh, a locust, right? So she can be like, oh, this is a huge, big, this is a John Hammond sized locust, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and man, I'm not gonna lie. So we cut to the a dig, a dig site, and Alan Grant gets his like Indiana Jones hero shot. Mm-hmm. And I just think everything about Alan Grant in this movie, from the direction, what he was doing, to Sam Neill's performance, was, like, pitch perfect. It was. It was uh, great. That little mo- that like That, like, that little bit of, like, sadness that has... Mm-hmm. It, it's so interesting because he always had that to him, this sort of, like, melancholy, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, I'm sure, has to do with, like... I mean, his name is literally Alan Grant, and all he can do is, like, get fucking grants to, to continue doing his job. Like, that's, like, right. that's like his whole yeah. thing. That's his whole thing is, like, I have to convince people to care about this shit that, like, most people don't care about in mm. order to, like, He's, keep doing my job, continuing other people's jobs. Like, all of this weight is on my shoulders, and no one gives a shit. And also, I'm incredibly lonely because this is all that I do. But mm. I have to hide that. So that I can stay strong for the people who need me to stay strong and stay focused. And he's always been that way. But this movie brings both of those things up because over time, he's gotten more lonely. So he's had to cover up more, gotten more Mm -hmm. lonely, cover up more. And so everything is just heightened to a point where like, I'm going to break soon if something doesn't happen. And you can sense that in everything that he does. Yeah, and like, and not, not not to skip ahead, but like one of my favorite scenes in the movie, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it, is when they're like going through the tunnels with Maisie, and uh, and 
uh, Ellie's like, I'm so sorry, Alan. Like you were, I, sh- I shouldn't have brought you into this. You were happy with your little digging site stuff. And Alan's like, Ellie, I was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> like you did not like take me away from some idea. And I really, am, I, he's like a dorkier Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like he has all the passion, but he has to deal with the reality of his profession and his career that Dr. Jones never has to deal with in his movies. Yeah. Like, and he has this like, yeah, this big hole in his chest of like, oh my God, I feel like I only ever really connected with one woman in my whole life that I could like be with. And I, 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 it's passed. He's accepted that it's never going to happen. And Oh, oh, okay. So the scene where the kind of recreation of the John Hammond scene where this time Ellie is John Hammond, uh-huh. like giving him the call to adventure. So um, she made, it was he really makes, good. He makes iced tea. Yeah. He doesn't even know what time it is. Like, you want a beer? And Ellie's like, it, it's 10 in the morning. And he's like, oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's it's, probably been on that dig site since like 5 a.m. or something. You right. Know? Yeah. That little moment where he's like pontificating about the importance of archaeology and like his students are on their phones. Oh man. Yeah. God. So yeah, that all that all checked out for me, you know. Um I oh there there was this moment where they were talking. They're having and it was very much like, you know, Biosim built this weapon, Alan, we have to stop it and go, Oh, I don't know, Ellie. And my brain was like, Oh, they're they're talking like movie characters. And I think there was a part of me that was maybe I re- I still remembered like the naturalism that's in like that like that first scene of them in Jurassic Park and yeah. like they're back and forth. And like literally this like my voice in my head was like, you know, if you could just let go of that one thing, yeah. I I bet you'd have a lot more fun tonight. Yeah. And I kind of like I was like, okay, and I did. And then I just kind of like was able to see all the ways that I think these characters were themselves and were working. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you know, here here's the problem. There was there there is no look <laughs> this movie's doing a lot and to a, to yeah. many people and i think it's a it's a to- that is a totally valid criticism of like this has every this has too much in it right it's too mm. much and so as a result of that everyone has to speak in exposition because we got to keep yes. moving right mm. and so you don't get That's those why... softer character moments as much everything mm-hmm. has to be sort of shorthanded right to like keep, I, yeah. keep the train moving that makes me think about, you know, Top Gun Maverick just came out a couple of weeks before this. Yeah. And Top Gun Maverick's plot is just flying a plane up and then down and then up and then down and then up again. Right. And, and because of and using uh, uh, the, the the third act of, of A New Hope as like, for sure, we're just we're going right. to do this, but in planes. That way, right, every, yeah. everyone can understand it easily because they've watched Star Wars a million times. Like, it's mm-hmm. fine. And so they have room for so many more character moments because they're not like sprinting through as much plot as, as this movie and a lot of other movies like in this era where right. I think blockbuster movies are overly plotted. Yes. Um, to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and you know, this suffers from, uh, you know, at, at this point, like today on the Patreon, we have released our sort of uh, discussion of Duel of the Fates, his, his Colin Trevorrow and oh, okay. Connolly's yeah, yeah. Star Wars script. I I haven't read it yet, so I don't know what our what is happening with that because we haven't read <laughs> that yet. Um, mm-hmm. But it is it is on the Patreon uh, uh, today. If you're listening to this on the main feed, um, if you're listening to this on on Patreon, then you know you'll be getting that in a couple of months. Um, in any event, 
this movie has as much to do as like Rise of Skywalker did in terms of mm-hmm. like we're trying to like connect everything, right? That yeah. had nine movies to connect. This has six movies to connect where it's just like we're just trying to we're, we're trying to wrap it up and do our best. And as a result mm-hmm. of that, there's a lot of homework to be done. Right. There's right. a lot yeah. of of, you know. Yeah. So like, yeah, you could have made a simpler movie. You could have not brought back any of the original people and just did. But like none of you guys would have liked that either. So like whatever, let, let, let them have their fun. Like let all these guys get their paychecks. <laughs> let all, you know, I don't know. And it was great. Mm-hmm. They were great sure. in it. Um, oh no, they were all. And so, and so, uh, Sattler is like, hey, we need to go to Biosyn yeah. under the guise of like, we're, you know, we're famous dinosaur people going to visit. And they invited us. They've been trying to get us over there for a while. And their philosopher in residence is Ian. And yes. they drop like a book, one of Ian Malcolm's books. And right. so they're going off to wherever Biosyn's headquarters was. I think it was like Pennsylvania. Wasn't his book something like we're all going to die or something like yeah. that? Like, it, was <laughs> yeah. like, it was like something <laughs> insane like that. I was like, that's the most Ian Malcolm shit I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> and then meanwhile, Owen and Claire travel to, they figure out from Franklin that Maisie has been taken to Malta where there exists an underground marketplace of like black market dinosaurs. Yes. And it was the coolest fucking thing I've seen in a movie theater in a long time. And this, and this gets called out as the stupidest thing in the movie where people are like, this is, this is just unrepentingly stupid. Like this is so stupid. It's, And, and I'm just like, Guys, we just did the Tiger King thing. Do you guys not remember that? That was like a year right. ago. And like this that's what this is. Like where do you think he gets his fucking tigers from? <laughs> do you yeah, and it it was it was like so it was like Trevorrow doing the cantina from Star Wars. Yes. Yes. Or um like, uh it also well, maybe this is not a bad this this is a bad version of it. <laughs> but it reminded me of Super Mario Brothers the movie also. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. where there was so much stimuli of like you know big huge snakes and bugs getting roasted yeah dinosaurs in cages dinosaurs having like like dinosaur cockfights on leashes and it's like yeah this all checks out yeah this is like and it's even like also it's a movie it's supposed to be fun yeah like it felt like that kind of like in a world in a community episode where everyone plays with trading cards there would be like a marketplace where everyone takes the trading cards really seriously the term the term stupid that's stupid has lost all meaning. Like, what right. does that even mean in this context? What's stupid about this? Like, what's stupid about this? That there's a dinosaur black market or that dinosaurs exist now or that they're in the real world? Like, what part of that is like, more stupid than the other part? There, Yeah. Like, what do you like? There has to be a dinosaur black market. They're illegal. Yeah. They're illegal animals. They're not supposed to be here. Right. I they just, got let out. I don't get it. I don't get what people think or is so stupid about this. It's not it's not stu- like are you being like I can't believe these idiots think that they can control dinosaurs? Yeah, that's the fucking point, guys. That's the reason <laughs> that the movie exists. That's the reason this whole franchise has ever existed. Is that man thinks they can control these things that were around, that right. ruled the world, 65 million, yeah. had dominion over it. And now we're trying to pretend that we have dominion over them. That's the whole point of the movie. Yeah. 
you can't be you can't think that he, the idea of humans thinking they can exploit and control dinosaurs if dinosaurs have existed in, since like 1997 yeah like if you you can't think you can't be surprised that people are that dumb and also think that like we have no hope in solving climate change right like because it's the same you know what i mean yeah like that the, the the duality of that frustrates me yeah. but more importantly also in this sequence we get introduced to right now in my heart she is my favorite character in the jurassic franchise uh-huh uh kayla watts yeah uh the shot of her okay so we introduced with her when like Maisie gets out of the plane and she's like a pilot and she has like a badass plane and a badass jacket and she's like hey what's with the kid and they're like don't worry about it and she's like hey all right i stick my neck out for nobody yeah you know i'm a han solo i'm rick from Very casablanca i so i will say this i will say two things about her one she mm-hmm. well well okay three things one she <laughs> rules absolutely um lo- loved her she's everything that they want uh owen grady to be and has never really been um she fucking rules uh number one number two she (laughs) i i kept thinking like i don't know why but i every time i saw her i kept thinking of the character from the um intergalactic gulag in uh in undiscovered country oh yes yeah i think i can picture it i for some reason she just reminded me a lot of her um, I forget mm-hmm. who that what what who who that actress was who played it's someone I think pretty famous but I'm blanking mm-hmm. on who it is. Okay. Um, I guess we'll find out in a few miniseries from now. But um, right, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, I was convinced, and I was and I was waiting for it, and it never happened. And I'm both relieved but also a little sad about it. I was convinced that when they all when the whole group met up. They were going to meet mm. up in that thing, and she was going to see Jeff Goldblum and be like, Dad? And he was like, what are you doing <laughs> here? I thought for sure that was going to happen because I was like, they are keeping them very separate for a long time. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I, I, like, it, it felt like it was like setting it up of like, that, like right. this was the girl that did the fucking gymnastics and Lost World. Like this right. is her. Or like Kelly's sister. Yeah. Yeah. Because, oh, by the way, we learn. He has had two additional children since Lost World. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the bills are great. adding up. And that was the thing, too. The <laughs> fact that he yeah. brought that up. Yeah. I, yeah. It, was like, it was like, oh, they're reminding people that he has kids because they're setting up that, like, she's going to be Kelly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, I literally, I was like, it, was, it felt so choreographed to me. And then it ended up not being mm-hmm. that. And I was like, okay, I like good on you, movie. But also, like. I don't know. I was kind of waiting for it. I was yeah. like, I was gonna. I was ready to like embrace it and like have some fun. Because even it. if, because even if it's not literally Kelly, a Kelly, Kayla, total sister. Movie. Yeah, totally. And like, there's four other kids that haven't been accounted for. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I would have really liked that. <laughs> the <laughs> the shot of Kayla like holding court in the market, like sitting down with their like shoulders spread out, was like the most Han Solo shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, we get the return of Omar Sy. I was so happy to see him back. <laughs> that was good. Just Owen's bro. And then um, he's like part of a government agency. I think the government that's like trying to round up all the illegal animals. So the girl from uh, Dollhouse is there. Right. That was her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like one of the Raptor traders. Mm-hmm. And then like all hell breaks loose. It becomes total Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones. It, you know, it's so funny Definitely, there, there's definitely some Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think there's a lot of James Bond. Um, yes. 
But like the thing that I was, the, it's so funny. The combination of like this Malta sequence and then the trailer for Bullet Train that happened before <laughs> um, yeah. the movie. I was like, God, do you think they could? Do you think they could make the next round of James Bond like fun? Like have that energy of just like I'm, like yeah. the Malta sequence and like Bullet Train? Like imagine a James Bond that was like. Brad Pitt and Bullet Train of just like right uh, like, oh the, the, the joke of like do you know what this is it's a point yes it's a poison that'll be I, I said yes <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah I hope so I kind of feel like that's where you have to go after the Daniel and like Craig and movies. like when he like punches like the 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 mascot thing won't give him the briefcase and he punches the right. mascot <laughs> thing uh, like I would love a James Bond that had to like operate on that level um it's the reason yeah. why I've said for a while that I think um. You know, if they're not going to do something like super interesting with the next casting of the James Bond um, and, right. and move on with like, you know, a black actor or, or whatever. Like Boyega. Or yeah, 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 yeah. If they're not going to do that and they're just going to do another white guy, which let's be honest, the Broccoli's are probably just going to cast another white guy. Um, yeah, God help him. Yeah, God, yeah. Um, uh, I think that um, – uh, what is his name? Uh, Aaron Ta- Taylor Johnson. I've Actually, always said, yeah. Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. I, I've always said Aaron Taylor Johnson would make an incredible James Bond. And I was like, because I think he could nail that like fun line. Yeah, he's in Bullet Train. Yeah, he is right. And that's and I thought of that. That's what made me start thinking about James oh, yeah. Bond because I was like, oh, there he is, the guy I want to be Bond. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh man, imagine this kind of energy in a Bond movie. And then the Mal- it's like the Malta section yeah. happened, and I was like, oh man, this would be so yeah. fun. Because it's like the f- the audience is having the fun, right? We're the ones who are like this is crazy. This is so oh, it didn't work out. But like to like Aaron Taylor Johnson Bond, he wouldn't be joking or having. A, he'd be like, oh god, I have to punch right. this mascot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just to like try and update the Roger Moore era again, right? Yeah, because I mean that's the more what, fun. Yeah, that's what because you have you have like you hop skip with the Bond franchise you have the connery franchise which took itself seriously then you did the fun not taking itself seriously roger moore then the timothy dalton taking itself seriously and then the pierce brosnan which started in a serious place and then evolved into more of a roger moore place Mm -hmm. and then and then we've had like four i think five five movies Oh yeah, Skyfall, five, five yeah, 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 five yeah. movies, yeah, five Daniel Craig movies that all take themselves very seriously. I would love to go back to like more of a fun, but modernize it and like make it a little more self-aware than like the Pierce Brosnan era. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and and miss me, miss me with that, the idea that you can't make that sexy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I, it's like no. well, you can't do James Bond. I guess you can't. Have two sexy people flirting with each other. It's like, yeah, sure, sure you can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, like that's. Uh, I mean, that's. It's the reason why I think Stephen Moffat is the perfect choice to write the next James Bond. Oh uh, yeah, that's wow. just me. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's uh, a whole other story. <laughs> I I think the thing that really hit me is Indiana Jones is when Owen and the bad guy fall into the pit, and the reversal of the dinosaurs are now watching the humans fight in the dinosaur fighting pit. But then there's this moment where Owen like locks eyes with like a cute little baby, like Triceratops. And he kind of has this like, huh? And it was like, that was a real Indiana Jones moment for some reason. For me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the, the motorcycle chase was nuts. Oh, it was unbelievable. Uh, it was so well, so well directed, so well, like choreographed um, and, and just thought out. 
Uh, it was yeah. excellent. And the, then the, the 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 fact that like I love that she, <laughs> I love that they're like these are they're Indo Raptors, but they're thoroughbreds, which means that they're just Raptors that have. <laughs> the the laser pointy thing now right and this is where we get into the fun of it's it's been open sourced now right you're you're not just going to get the raptors that we know these are not in-gen raptors right and right. that was such a fun thing to play with of them going to be like okay let's just throw out the raptor design let's just start with something new you yeah know? yeah oh man uh the part where okay so somehow okay so it starts with like a born like foot chase mm-hmm. where bryce dallas howard is chasing the girl from dollhouse and then she lands on the, <laughs> she lands on the back of a truck, and when she's swatting, Kayla's driving the truck, and she's swatting at the Raptors, and then she holds the pipe up to like wedge it, and it hits the Raptor, and like the, I was like, that's this is the shit. Yeah, yeah. No, it was really good. I mean, it was it was really good. I I will say my only issue with it is that I wish it was shot better because again, sure, it's just a little flat. I think that the um. I think a big issue is like the fact that they're all in sort of um, earth tones and then also all of the sets and buildings are also earth tones. And so everything Mm -hmm. and then the rafters are also earth tones. And so it all just sort of blends. Nothing pops. Nothing, nothing pops. I think that a little more color theory and a little more lighting theory should probably have been um, in use. I also wish it was at night. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think I think having it at night would have added a lot to it because with all of the different lighting and getting the yellows and the blues yeah yeah i think that and also seeing that black market at night would have been really cool with like neon lighting and shit like that could have been really cool Hmm. Um, like yeah like it was like batu yeah so like realized (laughs) yeah i love i I loved it (laughs) i loved it and then like they like i love it when it just like the chase doesn't stop until literally even when the plane is in the air, you think it's over, and then a raptor the final... jumps on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and the, then the... You... oh man, yeah. The, the world, the Jurassic World theme soars when they kick the raptor out. Oh god, so good, <laughs> so good. So, so that was the high point for me. But there was still some fun stuff, like when we get to Biosim Labs. Uh... So, I yeah, think I think I realized something. My issue mm-hmm. with the reason why I like Jurassic Park. And Jurassic World so much more than all the other ones is mm-hmm. because they're based under siege stories. And that's to oh. me what Jurassic Park needs to be is like a base under siege story. There needs to be a mm-hmm. base that they're protecting or trying to get out of or what like there has to be something. And right. this movie has that with the Biosend facility, which makes it to me, scratch that Jurassic Park itch that Fallen Kingdom doesn't. Yes. And the Lost yeah. World and Jurassic Park 3 does not because they just right. they're just point. wandering around, you know? Yeah. You you want people behind computer consoles yep. being like, sir, like Area 5 is unsecure. Yep. Like, oh, shit, we have to reactivate the thing. Yep. You know, that's that's just that's Jurassic Park to me. <laughs> that's what it needs. Yeah. Um, and without that. It, it lacks something and it, it's why mm-hmm. I can't fully get on board with Lost World and Jurassic Park 3 and why the best part of Fallen Kingdom for me is the third act or the second half, despite mm-hmm. it being absolutely batshit insane. It's more focused than mm-hmm. running around an island. Getting chased. Getting chased. Yeah, for sure. That's and I think Biosyn, that lab is a really cool setting. It. It kind of reminded me of like uh, the the place from Devs. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
you know, utopian tech bro yeah. kind of creepy. Yeah, it's like a yeah, um, it's like a tech campus. Yes. Um Very blown away that they could make that in four years though. Absolutely. <laughs> um I think I think Dotson, I think I think Biosyn is like I think he's like Rupert Murdoch rich. I yeah, think he's yeah, like Yeah. But they do um, they do set up the fact in Fallen Kingdom. He like what the the villain of Fallen Kingdom, uh the 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 Lockwood was oh. he a Lockwood, that that guy? Oh, 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 uh, the Andy. Yeah, the Andy. He like shows he, like he, a yeah. map of like this island that's gonna be a sanctuary and everything. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. what this was. Um because I think ultimately cool. that's who he worked for was Biosyn. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, so because then that because then he he was responsible for shuffling Wu over to Biosyn. Right, right. And then and then also like all these dinosaurs that was I think I think right. selling the dinosaurs off on this black market was meant to fund ultimately this thing, which is mm-hmm. further proof of like why were you selling them so cheap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, but, you know, uh uh we meet uh, God, I can't remember the guy's name, but the the he was like Dotson's personal assistant. Yeah, and then he's from know, uh, learned... Archive eighty one, that Netflix show. Oh, I watched the first one of those. Yeah, heard it was good. It is. I I I think we watched. I think there's eight episodes, and we watched six of them and bailed. Oh, oh, damn, that sucks. Yeah, because we just got to the sixth one, and, and we were just realizing we were both on our phones and was just playing oh. in the background, and we're like, yeah. what are we doing? Well, okay. Let's watch we'll something we actually want to watch. Yeah. yeah. Let's put cannoli in a box or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More fun. <laughs> um, what did you think of, of Dotson's return? I loved it. It is. So I loved it for multiple reasons, and like obviously we're going to jump around a little bit, but like if we're going to talk uh-huh. about Dodson, the thing that I really want to talk about is like number mm-hmm. one. It, this has that same issue as as Rise of Skywalker, where people just <laughs> where where it's just like oh we're we're bringing back the 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 first villain, you know. Um, mm-hmm. of this. Which oh, is, we're just bringing back the original villain for the final for the final episode. Yeah, God, like, so stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course we fucking are. Um, anyway, uh, whatever. Um, so I'm not getting into that. Um, yeah, for sure. I but but uh, uh, yeah. So we we bring him back, and the thing that I love about him in this is that. His whole put on Steve Jobs thing is really right. interesting. The whole like mm-hmm. namaste when he like meets them, yeah. and, like how he he can't even finish a thought. Where he's like, oh, you know, you, you guys being here, it is just, and they'll just like walk away. Yeah, yeah, uh, <clears throat> really good. But yeah, I I I love him in this. But my favorite thing about his presence in here, and again, just like guys, you cannot watch this movie and tell me that Colin Trevorrow doesn't care. The fact that he fucking gets iced exactly the same way as Nedry, the mm. guy that he hired to steal that fucking Barbasol can, <laughs> dies exactly the same way, including dropping the Barbasol can. <laughs> yeah. I think the only... Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> Were there three Dilophosaurs? Yes. That's kind of... Because it's the third movie. Yeah, but also, he like he like... Is out, sees one, gets back into his quote unquote car, car and then yeah. all three of them are in there and then get him. And it's like, yeah, guys, come on. Like, it's, what did you need a shot from outside of the thing? Is it like shakes back and forth? Shakes? Yeah. Give me that spelt out for you. Yeah. 
Ah, oh, yeah. that was so. That good. was. I love that. That was fun. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I, I think. I think, and maybe this is because this goes back to where the groundwork is so much stronger. But I thought all of the JP call stuff worked a lot better than the Jurassic World stuff. Just yes. Well, it's just because cause the like, Jurassic World stuff is so new. Like it's his opportunity yeah, to like create a new genre within this franchise. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, like I would totally watch like a tailspin like spinoff where every week Kayla has to like make a dino kind of themed delivery or pick up. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we meet Ian Malcolm, kind of another Indiana Jones quasi reference. He is giving a lecture to like fawning students. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of the, the typical Dr. Malcolm Padlam. All three um, of them got an Indiana Jones opening. Really? That's true. They yeah. all got it. Um, and they and it all every every one of them got a pop in the audience. That's yeah. You know, this kind of is the first time I've been pumped for new Indiana Jones next year. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm starting to like picture it in my head. I mean, my my thing with that is just like I just I I I fucking love that director so much. Like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, it, dude, just he doesn't know how to make a bad movie or half ass mm-hmm. movie. Um, and so like, I just like, I imagining that guy doing Indiana Jones. It's like, I don't care how old Harrison Ford is. That movie's going to rule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. Can't wait. Uh, so the scene, the, the scene, the movie really popped for me when we finally get the trio mm-hmm. back at it, like walking around and like immediately back into their old tricks of like, Ian can't help but flirt with Dr. Sadler and Alan can't help, but like wilt in the background. Yeah. Like. Hey, what are you guys talking? And it was just like hadn't missed a step, and it was so great. Yeah, um, I loved the the thing where you think that Doctor Malcolm's kind of like he's like, oh no, is he? A-? And then when he tells the guy to make like a a cappuccino, and he's like, go to, at five o'clock, go to this thing here, take this necklace. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was good. I do wish I wish somebody <laughs> had like had like taken dots on the side and was just like, <laughs> so all three of them, huh? You don't you don't think that's a bad omen? Like, <laughs> like you don't think this is like <laughs> funny? This is like bad luck uh, having all three of them uh, when, here right now. <laughs> when's the last time all three of you were in the same room together? And like, oh, it was, was ninety three. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Uh, I wish there was like uh, at least I wish there was like a like Jack Jake Johnson type at Biosyn. Right. Um, that yeah. could have had like given that energy a little bit more, but like an uh, audience surrogate. Yeah, everyone is very. <laughs> very serious <laughs> um, and then we get fun kind of like you know oh, I, I, they've never seen Ellie and Alan do this before where they, they go undercover and they wear the disguises and yeah. they try to find the secret of the of the locust it's the most I mean this is just like this This is like the most like James Bond like 60s James Bond shit um, like mm-hmm. 60s 70s James Bond uh, this is like Roger Moore shit. Um, it's like yeah. it's it's We're, really cool. I don't know. I love have, this. have fun at our evil base, Mister Bond. Just don't go into that building. Yeah. All right. I yeah. I just don't know what people could possibly yeah. want out of this. If this isn't what they, if they're and, not having a good time with this, I'm like I don't right. I don't get you, man. I don't know. And like it was Alan and Ellie, and like it was like I liked how awkward they both were. They didn't become action heroes. No, they were both like oh uh, okay well we're okay oh no what's happening you know yeah no they were smart um, to not give them like super actiony stuff like 
You know, yeah. it's not like Alan Grant like pulls up on another motorcycle next to Owen. Owen, you know, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Cannon, watch and this. High fiving while they do wheelies. Yeah. yeah, like that's not. Yeah, that's not what yeah. happened. It it feels faithful to me. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Maisie is being held prisoner. She escapes comically easily. Uh, do we meet? Uh, do we meet Henry at that point? Oh yeah, this is where this is where they have mm-hmm. that whole conversation about um, yeah. number one that she has like dinosaur DNA in her uh, mm-hmm. to like make her like in your blood. Yeah, <laughs> make her like a better a better version of her mom who had like a, mm-hmm. a genetic disease. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of born knowing she didn't have a lot of time, right? To you know, and so like the MacGuffin of the movie is just like her. And and mm-hmm. her blood, much like um, much like uh, the extremely successful Amazing Spider-Man two before it, of uh, course, yeah. <laughs> Maisie's blood is the whoa. Gunfight. What if when you see Richard Parker, he is Andrew Garfield? Whoa. Nope, don't like that. <laughs> Your real name's Ben Riley. <laughs> that's the that's how they do the clothes. Um, yeah. So I, it's so like. Um, you know, her blood is the is the key, which I is another thing that I think like rubs a lot of people wrong. Just like sure. nobody likes it when blood is a is a MacGuffin. No. <laughs> like that's blood or birthright. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Um But yeah, so she's, got... she they need her blood. Henry Wu mm. needs her blood because he can study it, figure out what her mom did to like fix her and like genetically change her so that he can genetically change the locusts and send them into the locust population, therefore changing the genes of all the other locusts and do- killing them all off in a single generation so that, mm-hmm. you know, they stop eating all the crops. Um, that's the world saving thing in this movie mm-hmm. is, is that what I think is interesting is that they gave the world tra- changing world saving plot line to the original Jurassic Park crew not the Jurassic World crew the Jurassic World crew are just uh Maisie what uh, William H Macy <laughs> like that's oh yeah, yeah. that's true they 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 are all we just want our kid back we could give a shit about all of this yeah. this is not our deal yeah. but then yeah it's it's really clean yeah i like that uh, yeah. Like she uh, I like, is the key to solving the locust problem up here. And there, as a result, yes. these two plot lines come off of that. Trying, yeah, literally come and meet in the middle. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you're the thing you've been looking for is the uh, little the person that you've been looking for is the answer to our problem. Yeah. That's <laughs> a, that, how why do you call this movie stupid? Like I, I like it's like on a base level, that's competence. Yes. You just described competence. It's amazing. I, and I saw people be like, this is the most incompetent movie I've ever seen. Somebody saw, saw um, like, going back to, like, Fallen Kingdom, right? Somebody, mm-hmm. I saw somebody, a critic that I really respect, was just like, Fallen Kingdom was the worst blockbuster I have ever seen released by a major studio. And yet... And and so Dominion, I'm not even going to waste my time watching. And I'm like, okay, the second part of that, I agree with. You shouldn't waste your time watching Dominion because, <laughs> like, obviously you're not capable of meeting these things where they are. But really, you're telling me that you truly believe that Fallen Kingdom is worse than Morbius. Truly. 
Worse, worse than Men in Black International. Worse than like, I don't know. Worse than uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two. You've seen like you've seen yeah. Amazing Spider-Man Two. Dark Phoenix. <clears throat> Come on. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's it's um, yeah, no, it's hyperbole and it's Yeah. I don't know. It's it's and it's it's a bummer. Yeah. Uh and yeah, and and so I liked how okay, I liked Henry's quarantine haircut. Appreciated that. Liked how it's kind of like he he was so kept, he was so coiffed for the first two Jurassic World movies. And yeah. then he's just like long hair, rumpled cardigan, uh-huh. hasn't slept in days. I the love grays it. are starting to set in. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. I and, and I just love that he's like it's like his poor decisions. Like he was like very adamant about doubling down in the first Jurassic World. Like, you asked yeah. me to do this. It's not my fault. You did this, not me. And then mm-hmm. in the next one, he's just like a little more anxious about everything, but is still right. trying to like double down on like, no, not my fault. Like you know, I think this is a bad idea. We shouldn't sell this. But, like, I made it because you asked me to. But I didn't mm-hmm. want to make it. You asked me to make it. You know, and then in this one, he's just like, he asked me to do a terrible thing, and I did it. And now I blame myself for ruining the world. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it, third time's a charm. Like, it just it took third, like, three times, but you finally got there. And it's like, okay, Henry was never a big enough character to where we would necessarily need to see him go on that journey. Yeah. We... We find him having already had that reckoning. Right. And he's like, I've, I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to honor your mom's legacy. I'm here to stop these freaking locusts. That yeah. I made. What have I done? It was yeah. really surprising. Cause I mean, we were, I was earnestly expecting him to be like going further into mad scientist, you know, Wooasaurus mode. <laughs> right. Injecting himself with dinosaur DNA and turning Absolutely. himself into a half human, half dinosaur hybrid. Yeah. That is the third yeah. act of this movie. <laughs> Where yeah. he fights the T Rex and the T Rex wins. <laughs> it's a Wooasaurus. <laughs> like, what if that had happened? That's people stupid. Have to that? See, that is stupid. <laughs> right? <laughs> Calling yeah. that can stupid we, would be a valid criticism. Can we agree that that is stupider <laughs> than what, what what we're talking about? Yeah. You can always uh, get dumber, guys. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So uh, Maisie escapes. She finds Alan and Ellie and Bond immediately because they can't help it. They they learned that the personal assistant is also a spy. That is, he's also a good guy. Yeah. He puts them on the bullet train. Meanwhile, up in the air, Kayla and Owen and Claire are. Yeah, I was I found it really refreshing that the personal assistant wasn't played by a woman. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. in most movies, I feel like that character would be a woman. Um, and, right. and, you know, that's not to say that, like, oh, like, we took a character away from a woman. But, like, it, it's it's that is always a female role. And so the fact that it's, like, a male, a young black male role is, like, pretty cool, yeah. I think. Like, you never I mean, see like, that. It, it makes me think of Felicia Hardy in Amazing Spider-Man 2 for some reason. Absolutely. You know, like, yeah. The mousy assistant. <laughs> it's it's I, on the tip of our minds, I guess. Exactly. I, you know, not for nothing and not to, you know, step out of my lane, but there was a moment in the movie where, you know, they're all in the canopy, you know, all the good guys. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, like there's like two black protagonists on screen right now. Yeah. Like that didn't have that. It's not like made a big deal of and it's not like part. It's just like it just happened. Right. And it's just something I don't know. It's like I, I guess it's like it happens so infrequently that I notice it. Yeah. 
but no one's gonna it was no one's gonna credit uh no one's gonna right. credit Zack snyder or well I, that's what, what i was what my point sure. was yeah, no yeah. one's gonna credit colin trevorrow for stuff like that just like they won't credit Zack snyder for stuff like that because they don't like them so like mm-hmm. they don't get any of that credit you know like no. they don't get like a like a you know like hey well at least you have that no one says well at least it has this no one does that no one because they're just no, like it's... no the movie sucks so it doesn't matter none of that matters it's like MVP kids are still there. watching this movie and still seeing oh my themselves, gosh you know yeah so many kids like kayla watts is going to be like they're going to pretend to be kayla watts and like pretend to be flying a, a plane on their couch yeah you know? yeah not only black but uh at least a, a member of the lgbtq community right yeah yeah which is oh man that's that's thrown yeah. out there as well which was which was pretty great there's one there's a reference to it she's like i like redheads too it would have been really cool there's a part at the end when they're all getting like you know stitched up and you know had getting the the ambulance or putting their blankets on them and she's like talking to a paramedic and i was like oh it would have been cool if she would like oh yeah hey what's your number yeah yeah (laughs) that's awesome absolutely so the plane crash was i thought that was exciting uh claire having to like well what did you think what did you think of the effect of claire Close up on Claire, her like parachuting out and getting like attacked by the pterodons. Um, I I thought it could have been done better. I I didn't mm-hmm. hate it, but like I never it never shook the feeling of like oh oh this is this is Bryce Dallas Howard in a chair on a green in a screen rig pretending yeah. to be like moved around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like there was never a point where like I believed it, you know. So like yeah. I think it could have been done. Pulled off a little bit better. Um, so she's isolated. Kayla and Owen crash onto the site, and they have that cool ice battle with the one like feathered dinosaur. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah. Um, I I don't. Introdu- so the 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 concept of the feather dinosaurs, the idea of that is just like as the dinosaurs are reproducing, they are evolving the. Uh, frog DNA out of themselves and therefore like growing their feathers back and stuff like that. Right. Oh, okay. I, I, that makes sense. I, my, I thought, cause they never really explicitly say like, wait, why does that one have feathers? Yeah. I thought they were trying to clone them to look more accurate as we learn more oh, about at Biosyn. Them. Okay. At Biosyn. Yeah. That kind of like too. your, okay. I like your idea of nature correcting itself. Though. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I, I, they never explicitly say one way or the other. So it, <laughs> yeah. I think both of those things could ne- necessarily right. be true, but. Uh, oh, and Henry tells uh, Kay, or uh, Maisie at some point, because blue has salamander DNA, salamanders can asexually reproduce. And that's where beta came from. Right. 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 There's so, no like there's, and that's another thing. So the thing that kills me is like, how, like, how can you look at this movie and be like, oh, this is incompetently made? Because he, like, Owen is going to find his daughter who is a clone and also trying to find his buddy Blue's daughter Blue. who is a clone of Blue. Right. Born the same way. Like, mm-hmm. Blue had Beta who is a clone of herself asexually exactly the same way that uh, Maisie's mother did. Maisie mm-hmm. is a clone yeah. of her. Like, and they're, they're like, they're both kidnapped and like, that's what they have in common. Both their lives matter. They're real, even though they're clones. (sighs) Like that's, that's good. That's solid screenwriting. That's solid screenwriting. And I hate all the Lockwood shit, but that's solid screenwriting. Sure. Yeah. 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 (laughs) 
so Claire gets visited by the del- oh my god you know, okay you know, okay i'm on the please, please, oh, please all right i just i just realized what would help what would fix the lockwood okay. stuff for me okay cool cool the thing that would fix all the lockwood stuff is just stop pretending that they had anything to do with jurassic park just oh it's and, the legacy stuff Hammond, it's the retconning. stop the legacy stuff if he was just a rich guy who wanted the dinosaur uh cloning stuff because yeah. of like his his daughter. his daughter was dying and he wanted to clone the daughter that would have been then it's like oh okay right. like that makes sense to me like at some point he stole that technology in the same fashion that um uh uh that Dotson tried to steal the embryos from Jurassic Park he did the he hired his own Nedry but was successful and like got right. that technology yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then cloned his daughter and then we're in exactly the same place we were in Fallen Kingdom only he didn't personally he wasn't BFFs with Hammonds. We don't get like footage of 1986 Penelope in Jurassic Park with yeah. a baby dinosaur. I just don't like how like nonchalant it is in terms of like like it, like it, it's not enough for me to him to be, be like oh I already had this stuff because I worked it out with Hammonds and now I'm going to mm-hmm. use it to clone my daughter when the wanting to clone your daughter is the reason why you would want that stuff and you're rich enough that like you could just go and get it you know like right I don't know yeah I don't know anyway no, that's yeah. my issue with then, the legacy we, stuff and the retconning yeah. stuff that's my problem and then, with it. Yeah, we talked about in Fallen Kingdom, but yeah, Hammond wasn't a scientist. No. No. He was not a... He had a flea circus. He was a, he was a silly man with a silly dream. <laughs> he was Walt Disney. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Claire gets attacked by the Dilophosaur. What did you think of the moment where it it opens up its little neck things and it snarls at Claire, and then Owen grabs it from off camera... And like, and like snaps its neck with his bare hands. So the reason that I, I love that moment is just because <laughs> yeah. of how much I know it pissed everyone who hates these movies off. Like oh, everyone who hates these Jurassic World movies and like hates Owen Grady. Like I'm sure that that is the thing that they fucking hated more than anything else in this movie. And like that sure. just makes me happy. I'm just like, okay, yeah, you know what? Enough. Fuck you guys. Like this is the third movie. They're not making it for you anymore. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. They might and, just be making it for the two of us. Yeah. Well, and, and my thing is, like, look, if you've ever been, like, horses, if you've never been around a horse, horses are fucking mm. scary animals. They're huge. They're huge. Yeah. They're powerful. They could kick your fucking face in, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they are dangerous animals. But if you've ever been around somebody who's been around horses their own life or their whole life, they treat horses like they're dogs. You know, like they just like they slap it on the butt and they're like, they're not scared of it because Mm. if you show fear that freaks them out and whatever. And like you see and when they're like bucking and are going crazy, what's the stance that the trainer takes the hand out? Like, whoa, 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 I'm in charge. You 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 don't wilt. Yeah. Making eye contact. Whoa. Hand out. Whoa. Chill. Right. So like. The idea of a guy who does that for a living with raptors, <laughs> yeah, this thing he would he would he would just grab it from behind and oh, fucking crack its like, neck oh, and throw this. it away. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a hundred percent believable. I don't care how much you think that this dinosaur is supposed to be scary. If these things have been, if he has been around these things for seven to ten years at this point, <laughs> right. 
he's he knows not like, gonna oh, that's really yeah. He's not yeah. gonna respect them the way that that you think they should be respected. He's just not. You know, it's like when you see a guy reach his arm into a tank and just like grab like an eel or a yeah. You know, he just knows how to handle it. And just for the sake of getting semantics right, he I don't think he snaps the thing's neck. No, I think no. he holds it and Kayla like stuns it. Yeah, yeah. And then they throw it into the into the woods and then it, run, it scampers away. Um, to kill Dotson. Yeah, to go kill to go kill Dotson. Yeah, uh, I just because you know it's not a it's not CG at all. The Dilophosaur is very much like the the, the model, and so just physically seeing like a Muppet. Yeah, it's just like ah. this is really funny. It was really good. Um, no, I I I actually love that, and I think it's a hundred percent believable. Um, again, yeah. in this film's like their their goal the is world, to treat yeah. the dinosaurs like animals, like any other animal on the planet. That is what they're mm-hmm. trying to do. And so there are guys who are like this with animals that you would be like, that's the scariest shit I've ever seen. And they're just like, fuck this stupid thing. Like, that's just yeah. their energy. That's just how they are. Right. Because they're like, <laughs> oh, if these I'm, things no. Yeah. If I'm any other way, like I'm going to get hurt or whatever. So I'm right. just like very confident with like how yeah. I handle them. There's that moment way earlier where we see Blue and Beta for the first time and Maisie's like, will it hurt us? And will she hurt us? And Owen's like, absolutely, she will hurt us. But not if we do what do what I'm doing and stand your ground and make eye contact. And it's like, yeah, like Blue is not Baby Yoda. Blue is not BB-8. Right. She's she's an animal. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, I I love how it handles the dinosaurs, honestly. I, this sounds dumb. I thought this and I was like, that's, I don't know if. I don't know if this even counts, but like Jeff Goldblum kind of stole the show for me during act three of this movie. Mm, interesting. He just kind of, he just was, he was just kind of, you know, like the part where he gets fired and he's like, now I know like, it was kind of like the doctor. Yeah. He's like, no, I, I led my name to this joint, you know, for some, to give you guys some cachet, but now I'm out of here. I'm blowing this place and you guys should all be doing better. And you should all be reaching more for yourselves. You should rebel against this guy. Anyway, I'm out of here. Yeah, I do wish I think that that was I, I don't know if they just didn't have any of the footage, but like <laughs> this is this is the part where I wish that there was a Jake Johnson type character. Oh, yeah. Like in that room, be like, because mm-hmm. then like you could cut to them. In that scene, because right. my issue with that scene and the way that it's directed and edited is that you <laughs> never cut to anyone when he's saying that he just says all this stuff. And then the, the next group. person you see is Dotson just being like, get him out of here. And you're like, oh, right, OK, yeah. so I guess that didn't affect anybody. So, like, why mm-hmm. was it there? You know, like in Winter Soldier, you kind of see like the one little nerdy guy that's like yeah, Cap's right. I'm not yeah. Gonna... Or like <laughs> um, uh, Jerry Maguire. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, like you one. have Renee Zellweger who's just like, yeah, he's yes. right. And, you know, she might I'm be the only up, yeah. one. But then you could have like later, like instead of it being uh, his assistant that comes in and is like, this is how you fix this or whatever. It could have been yeah. that person. They like right, stay right, behind. Right. It was like, no, I'm going to help you guys. Fuck this place. Yeah, this, oh, The scene with Dobson and the assistant was weird. Yeah. After the, hey, just so you know, I was the spy. Because he never well, says anything. Yeah. He has no dialogue in that scene. He just lets Dotson figure it all out and then just smiles and walks away. Yeah, and I'm like, why did why you, did you even room? come in the room? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, I liked the part where, so Sattler, oh my God, the, the cave dinosaurs were actually kind of scary. Yeah. Because, oh, when Alan- so so that Dotson scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Dotson and the assistant scene. I wish 
See, this is this is why I wish that there was a Jake Johnson character, right? Because he you make him, you make you make the assistant the only way that they're going to get out of here, right? Mm-hmm. And then in that scene when Dotson finds out that he's the spy, he kills him. Right. Kills the assistant. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, "Oh yeah. shit. How the hell he's are they going to get out here? They don't have their man right. on the inside anymore." And then your mm-hmm. Jake Johnson character because Ian Malcolm oh, made that yeah. speech, the Jake Johnson character cool. comes in and is like, I'll help you get out. And then when yeah. Dotson dies, you're like, well, he fucking deserves this. He's literally a murderer. Mm-hmm. Also, I like that, yeah. Also, in general, this movie, it's crazy that there's like nine characters and they all made it out. Maybe the lowest body count of a Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, especially compared to a Fallen Kingdom. You know, right, which, right. Which is pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's what I, that would be my plus up, which again, it's mm-hmm. like this movie doesn't need any more characters, but for at sure. the same time, like, oh, you know, sometimes you, you need them. I don't know. Yeah. I, I was, though, no, there's a part where they're all running in a group at some point. I was like, that's a geek by night. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, have you heard, have you heard the story about Trevorrow and Spielberg uh, I, I don't with know. all the characters? He uh, was like, man, Steven, like, at some point I have to block like eight people and they have to be doing something unique, like in every shot. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if I can do this. And Spielberg was like, I blocked 15 people on West side story. And Trump college. I was like, fuck you. God damn it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's really good. Um, I like the part where like they're trying to, uh, Grant and Ellie and, um, Maisie are trying to get out of the tunnel, but like Ian's there and he's like, I don't know, there'd be a code. And he's like guessing like Miles Davis's birthday. <laughs> That's uh, good. That's good. Yeah. And I and I also like that the assistant is the one who actually lets them out. Like right, Goldblum yeah. thinks he did it, that he guessed it, <laughs> but it's like, no. <laughs> it was, he just saw it on, <laughs> the, on the security yeah. cameras and, and helped you out. <laughs> yeah. And then I think at that point we finally get everyone reunited. Like everyone is met for the first time. Um, and then we get the Gigantosaurus, definitely the least interest. I don't even consider him a villain dinosaur in the way that the Indominus twins were. No. So, so my feeling on this, when he said, like, I wanted a dinosaur that was like the Joker, mm-hmm. I think he meant for the other dinosaurs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not for the humans, because I think he wanted to get back to the point where, again, they're animals. They don't have it out for us, <laughs> you know, but, yeah, but yeah. you they set up this. He sets up this sort of like apex predator thing. Right. Yeah, they're going to be two alphas. Right. Right. They're going to be one alpha. And his that that thing's vibe is just like like. I like yeah again he just like wants to fucking watch the world burn like in terms of just like he just doesn't care like he doesn't he's an asshole yeah he's an asshole um and so like I I don't know like he has no respect you know um mm-hmm. and and in terms of that I think it does work from from that aspect if you treat the species of dinosaurs as characters right yes and not like props and not like props then i do think that he is sort of like the joker of this movie but just yeah. for the dinosaurs not for the humans right he's not like the indominus creatures where he's like plotting and scheming and like right they don't put a, they don't put as many humanistic traits on the gigantosaurus yeah and also he's the the like the best uses of the joker he is not the main villain he's more of like like a, a like force. a sprinkling um, yeah. On on the vibe of the overall movie, we're like, oh no, we got to deal with this guy. Yeah, oh, fuck. 
Like I thought we were out. <laughs> yeah. Now we got this guy deal like to deal with. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's good. Uh, I really love Malcolm's hero moment. Yeah, where he's like he, he lights a spear on fire. He's waving it, and then he just shoves it. I in the dinosaurs. Mouth. I thought he was gonna get got there. I was like, me too. I was like, holy shit, are they gonna Han Solo Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, because like the look holy on his shit. the look on his face was like he was ready. Yeah, he was like, I am ready to die if it means saving them. Like I'm just gonna like let's do this. And then so when he just spears it into the mouth and it starts breathing like, fire, that was yeah. cool. Oh. That was cool. That was good. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so they all climb up. We get some fun. I like the part where Kayla calls off, calls out Ian on unbuttoning his shirt. Yeah. No. Um, don't do that. Oh. Again, another reason why I was like, I was like, that should have been his daughter. If that was his daughter doing that, oh, that would be so that. much funnier. Like, Dad, what are you doing? Yeah. Sorry. Dad, oh, sorry. Dad, put, put that away. Dad. <laughs> what, what are you looking for a six kid? Put that away. <laughs> <laughs> Future Mrs. Malcolm. <laughs> Oh, and then uh, I mean, I mean, again, it's kind of like what you said about uh, how why you liked Owen uh, uh, grabbing the Dilophosaur uh, when in when Ian's like Jurassic World, not a fan. <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. It's <laughs> gonna make so many people roll their eyes because it's like, no, you're not allowed to call call it out. That's our job. We can only call you dumb. You can't. You right. can't have fun with yourself. But it, but also, it's just like, Ian Malcolm wouldn't be a fan of Jurassic World. Yeah, in, in the real world universe, it worked because he was like, oh, yeah, not a, not a fan. Not not a fan. Not a fan. I, I, didn't, I didn't support the first one. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, my favorite part of this movie, maybe. Way, way back at the very beginning when we're getting that YouTube video info dump. Yeah. The journalists, we see a graph of a majority of people, what a majority of Americans think we should do with the dinosaurs. Like, they do a poll. Yeah. At the bottom, at 12%, 12% of people thought the solution was just rebuild Jurassic Park. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah. Just do it again. <laughs> One more time. More time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's incredible. Um, so they, they, they find a way out the canopy. They scare off the Gigantosaurus. They're trying to escape. We already talked about Dotson's death. And then we get uh, one last T-Rex fight. Mm-hmm. And I think, so we get the part where she recreates the Jurassic logo, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Where she's like in the circle. That's, like yeah, it was very silly. But I was like, yeah, all it's right, very movie. I'm, I'm on, it's fine. <laughs> it's, I'm on board. I think if I'm being honest, it was a bit derivative of the one last unforgiven fight in Jurassic world. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Although I do, I did really like how, how like how fucking uncool the sloth dinosaur was. Oh, so great. The sloth sloth dinosaur is so fucking stupid and it's a real dinosaur. Like Bethany was like, Mm -hmm. after we got out of the movie, it was just like, Oh my God. Like I remember learning about this in my, my, my dinosaur college class that I took. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, Oh yeah. Like the Freddy Krueger, uh, the Freddy (laughs) Krueger dinosaur. Um, but like I just I love how like apps just so uncool that dinosaur is. Mm-hmm. Like it's so stupid looking. But like he's just like I like dinosaurs. I, I'm not discriminatory. Like this was a dinosaur. Get him and, in. and it was one of like the you know, the deadliest predators. It just, yeah. but it looked like this. And it was fucking stupid <laughs> looking. <laughs> and the like look, I'm just 
I'm a fan of any time dinosaurs work together to defeat a common enemy. Yeah. Like when he pushes him in, he gets like clawed and then they kind of like, they don't high five, but they like, they roar in each other's faces. Yeah. Yeah. They got, they have mutual respect. Mutual respect. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm a man. sucker for that. I just, yeah, but I, I, you're right. It is very derivative. The only, the only thing that is a little extra with this one is that they are not. They have like a goal that they're trying to do. Mm, the yeah. the humans, mm. they're like trying to yes. go from point A to point B without getting killed by this dinosaur fight. Whereas in Jurassic World, they're just sort of like hiding on the sidelines and like hoping this right. works out in their favor. Mm-hmm. And this, there's a point where Alan is like, what does he say? He's like, this isn't our fight. Yeah. Or like, this isn't about us. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. This isn't about us. That's what he's, <laughs> he's like. This isn't about us. But like, and that's, and that's, that's what I like too, was like, he doesn't say it like a cool movie line. He's just like, yeah. he's just like, oh, this isn't about us. Let's go. Like, yeah. just, <laughs> we can keep moving. That's great. Uh, oh, oh, what did you think of uh, when he meets, when he meets Henry again? He's like, you. I remember you. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, because if that was the only time they ever interacted, I don't, I don't know if he would remember Henry. I, oh, I like the way Malcolm did. He was like, no, not him. It's always him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I did. I like that. I wish that, um, I wish that, <laughs> I wish that there was like a moment where Henry Wu like walked up to Malcolm and was just like, so I owe you an apology. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Like, you were and right. Malcolm is just like, I don't forgive you. <laughs> like, I'm I don't sorry. Know. <laughs> I know I was right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so they escape. Uh, they get back to the mainland. We get finally after 30 years closure. Yeah. Uh, Ellie and Alan are endgame. That, and was, I I was so I was like, how is this going to go over? Because it was pretty choreographed the whole movie. That this is where yeah, this is what mm-hmm. it was going to be. And when they kiss, number one, I was surprised by how good I felt about it. Yeah, yeah. But also the audience fucking loved it, and that was mm-hmm. like that was like a very good example of like what you were talking about with the first Jurassic World, where it was like. No, it's just the internet that hates these movies. Like the oh, internet and and uh, uh, critic like critics and like wannabe mm-hmm. filmmakers and wannabe screenwriters. That's who hate these movies. Not regular people. Regular people fucking love these movies. And that was like a really good like. Oh right, yeah. Nick, Nick is right. Like that's that's <laughs> why these movies are so successful is because normal people really like them. Like regular people I... who aren't have their brains broken by the internet <laughs> right yeah. yeah with like the weight of cynicism right and uh, you know thank you i man so leading up to the movie i got there a little early so like the lights in my theater weren't dim yet uh-huh so i could see i could see people coming in yeah i saw so many jurassic park shirts yeah just like you know just like the shirt with the logo on it right and I don't think of because like there isn't comics and TV shows and anything. I don't think of the Jurassic franchise as like a big deal. Yeah, but I think it's. It, I think like a surprising amount of people like really love these movies. Yeah, and have like a dorky. I know this isn't cool, but like I'm wearing my Jurassic Park shirt. Yeah, <laughs> to the Jurassic World movie. Yeah, and and yeah, and seeing yeah, I was I was surprised at how. Yeah, like uh, 
satisfying it felt to finally see these two like find each other because mm-hmm. um, yeah they're both like middle-aged you know like older people that i think like seeing that was like oh fun like they made it they made it work not, not too late yeah yeah i really i um, just man i don't know it's good yeah it's good uh you know i'm sure we're going to talk in our between episode we'll probably talk about like um which, by the way, if you're listening to this on the main feed, you'll have next week. But if you're listening to this on Patreon, you won't have that until it airs on the main feed. Um, mm-hmm. So just plan accordingly. Uh, but in any event, <laughs> um, the, 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 I'm sure we're going to talk about like what we think of like the future of this franchise could be after right. this. Because like, this isn't the end. Like It's the end of... <laughs> The Trevorrow series, it's probably the end of the original characters. Probably never going to see them again. Um, Mm. Who knows if we'll see any of the characters that were in these six movies ever again. But it won't be the end. They'll make another one. It's just a matter of when, I think. Man, it'll be really, really cool. Mm. In case I don't think of this like months from now when we record the between episode. Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard directing a Jurassic movie could be really cool. (sighs) That would be great. That would be great. That would be... That would be, yeah, no, that would that would rule. Because my my <laughs> whole my whole thing with with her as director is like I really want her to direct like a self contained like smaller movie before she goes right. into blockbusters because everyone is like pitching her to like direct blockbusters and stuff already. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like no no no, she needs to direct a movie first um, before mm-hmm. she can direct like a really really big movie, even if it's like a safety not guaranteed level movie. Mm-hmm. She needs to direct something that isn't TV, um, but like. If that first blockbuster was a Jurassic movie, I feel like I would be okay with that. Um, just because right, yeah. she's been so ingrained in that franchise for so long. But, right, yeah. It's kind of like when you hear about like a, a sitcom star directing an episode of their show. Yeah, totally, totally. It's, she's done every kind of stunt that you can do on these movies. Right. And she knows how to like, I know I can tell someone how to act that there's a big dinosaur coming after you. I've yeah, been doing yeah. That for a while. Oh, man. Anyway, that's cool. That so cool um, I'm trying to remember how it ends. Ends. It just I ends think. with uh, with another news thing. Right. Where they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like like Henry Wu released the locust into the thing and he's like in the field and he's like free. <laughs> it's it's really it's kind of adorable. Was, I was um, not expecting him to get like a peaceful, cathartic ending. There were no, I was not. I was also. I, this is something I forgot to mention earlier, but in the scene that he shared with Dotson, mm-hmm. there was a. I don't know if I was the only one picking up on this, but there was a little bit of chemistry between the two of them that I was like, "Oh wow, is yeah. this like is this a thing? Like, are they like together together?" Because um, I was like, "Oh, that would make so much sense if like." That's mm-hmm. what has been driving him this whole th- time is a toxic relationship. Um, wow. I wish they had gone there because I think that that would yeah. have been really like, I think it would have made the, his whole arc starting in Jurassic World really interesting. If like, mm-hmm. oh, he was always working for Dotson. They were in a relationship. And if this was, was always like, a, you know, me doing stuff kind for of, him. Right. Kind of manipulated. Yeah. Having his idealism kind of tainted by Dotson's like, you yeah. know insatiable love of capital yeah yeah i don't know anyway man um and then we get uh yeah kind of its message of kind of like you know i wish the whole movie had been this cohesive but like it ends on this we said at the very beginning of like these creatures exist now yeah 
And I know it doesn't seem like coexistence is possible, but it is. Look, we see it every day. Right. Dinosaurs and horses running alongside each other on the Great Plains. Yeah. Like Triceratopses and elephants. Yeah. Oh man, when the when the Molosaurus, the Molosaurus like nuzzles a whale. Yeah. It's good. That's great. It's good. I I I like it. I like the message of these movies. Yeah. I like where we ultimately led. I like that Colin Trevorrow was like, no, I'm going to do, I'm going to make, I'm gonna, if I'm going to make these, then I'm going to do my own thing with them. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Respect. I don't know. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I had, I just had a lot of fun with this. Um, and I mm-hmm. just, I don't get it. I don't get not having fun with this. I don't, yeah. I don't get what, what did you want? If not something like this, I don't right. know. Like I mean, to be, uh, I even get like yeah, it was okay. Like I was a little, yeah, you know, blah 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 blah. Like I get trying, you know, but like yeah, the the complete wholesale like this is anti art. <laughs> yeah, is it just seems like random. Like they randomly picked this one. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's um, there's this. There is a there is a, uh, a high school element to film yeah. criticism now, where they pick. The scrawniest kid on, on at the school, and they're just like, "You're the one that we're gonna fucking bully because we gotta bully mm-hmm. someone." I don't know why we need to, but we have to bully somebody. So it's gonna be you that I'm shoving in a locker every chance I get. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Zack Snyder. It's been Zack Snyder, and now it's been Colin right. Trevorrow. And like, it's a bummer, but it always happens. It's always like yeah. this. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see if you know how like the internet's kind of reclaimed Snyder in recent years. Of like, no, actually, I like Man of Steel. Or no, actually, I think this is no. He's cool. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Trevaro is able ever able to like. I don't know. You know, that'll be interesting. Yeah. That'll be interesting. I think. I think what it'll require is younger people who grew up with these movies becoming critics, right? And then right. being yeah, like, oh no, these the were actually misunderstood. It's like, yeah, exactly what happened with the prequels. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And Rise of Skywalker eventually. And eventually, I'm calling it now. Eventually, Rise of Skywalker. Here's the thing about Rise of Skywalker, everyone. Eventually, it'll just be Return of the Jedi, which was a movie mm-hmm. that everyone hated when it first came out. And everyone if was you... like, that screwed the pooch. It's the worst Star Wars movie. Yeah. Terrible. The Ewoks are an embarrassment. And then eventually, it just became part of Star Wars. And it just, yeah. if, it's just Star Wars. If you told me in 2003... That someday you could say good things about Attack of the Clones and not get like, you know, dunked on. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't have believed you. Yep. Yep. And so, yeah, I guess that's where we'll leave it. This has been so much fun. This has been a really fun series of the show. I agree. Um, I had a ton of fun revisiting all of these movies and I was surprised by how much. We could say about them. I was, I was, the thing I was the most afraid of with this is like, what could we possibly say about these movies that haven't been said before? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really proud of us. I think we did a, I think we turned around a really good miniseries on these movies. And I think that, you know, at the end of the day, honestly, I'm blown away by like the first like 10 minutes of this episode when we realized what the metatextual like argument oh. for this was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in terms of like, the sequels were going to exist with or without Colin Trevorrow, and now they do, and you just have to coexist with them. You just got to mm-hmm. 
they they're not going to not exist. So you just have to deal with it. And I fucking love that. I love that so much. Um, that is my favorite thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, if I oh. if if I had any interest in getting into film critics, my issue with like that whole thing, and I had this issue when I work used to work at panels, uh-huh. which was the the comic book website that I used to uh, write for. Um, I had the same issue over there where I would pitch stuff and people would look at me like I was from Mars because mm-hmm. I would be pitching stuff. And they're like, oh, okay, so you're just like doing something for clickbait. And I was like, no, no, I actually believe this. Like, this is not. <laughs> right. You know, this is, this is an opinion I have. Th- yeah. This is an opinion that I have. And they're just like, uh, okay, whatever. And then all I would get was like hate when I would post these things. Um, oh, wow. And, and it's the reason why I never like went full on into like, trying to criticism writing and like yeah writing for yeah yeah websites and stuff like that i just never went into it because i was just like i was like man if i'm reading the room it's like nobody wants my opinion they all want to share opinions they all want to have a similar like borg thought process i kind of i kind of had this revelation and i just want to say there are so many film critics that i appreciate and will read and you know, hope that they have like the means to continue doing so. Yeah. I know it's hard out there being a, a critic right now. Yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, is it, do I empathize? Do I empathize so much with the people making the thing? Because like, that's kind of where my brain is more than just like from an academic standpoint. Yeah. Cause so many movies I'm like, come on, look at them trying. And it's like, what well, <laughs> you know, it's cause you kind of, you've kind of been closer to that environment than like just purely. Yeah watching from a distance maybe I don't maybe know. maybe that is what it is i don't know i don't know what i don't I, I just don't get it i can't i can't vibe with it man i just can't i don't know mm-hmm. anyway all right i think that's that this is this has been the end of the this has been the jurassic era yes franchiseography um and so we'll have a between episode next week on the main feed on if you're listening to this on patreon um the thank you yeah thank you and the michael crichton um miniseries uh, uh franchise potential miniseries michael Crich- the crichton trevorrow miniseries uh right, will yeah. begin in august when the jurassic mm-hmm. park episode hits the main feeds um and uh you'll you guys get you know the schedule and everything when i when i post the schedule of like upcoming patreon podcast so you know mm-hmm. when it's coming um but yeah that's uh that's that's the that's the situation but uh thank you so much um and uh we will Touch you next week um, on the main feed with the uh, between episode, and then I think we're doing the Evil Dead. I think next. So, oh hell yeah! Yeah, so that'll be that'll be a fun time. Um, all right, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye.